pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Rob Thompson, Rudy J, R and R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is R and R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coming to you live from Pancake Flats, Flatonia. What? 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 We're not. We were joking about where oh, you're from. I know where, where you, you claim when claim when things are good as opposed to right. when they are bad. Good morning. We're coming to you from San Antonio live on the last day that you will hear us on this FM frequency. So enjoy it, but prepare for tomorrow when you arrive. Arise 103.3 FM will be the home of San Antonio Sports Star. We'll be, we're excited about a good week as we prepare for the Super Bowl, the big game. See, we can say Super Bowl. Yeah, when can we say when it? we're not trying to sell something? Oh, gotcha. When we're just talking about the game itself. Okay. But when I say the big game is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds Can't say it. and uh, Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds and those that are going to you know take care of us as we head there. We have to say the big game. But the Super Bowl, Super Bowl number 56, live from SoFi, will play a home game as the Rams valiantly come back in what was another spectacular weekend of football. Man, that stadium gets a lot of exposure. I mean, you got two teams in there, and then you had, what, two playoff games there in that Super Bowl. That that stadium was on television quite a bit this year. I don't think Jerry is too envious of too many people. But I think he sees what Cronky's got, and it's like, man, you got the hookup. But Jerry helped him get. Oh, Cron- I mean, it wouldn't happen, but for, right. for Jerry, and that goes all the way back to the move from St. Louis and all that. But it is truly the palace mm. by every measure, and it it's hosted beautiful. a spectacular beautiful. football game yet again. Man, we're like, oh, we ain't gonna be. What happened? We ain't gonna be able to have. We ain't gonna have the divisional round, which maybe we didn't, but it still was great. It was still a fun watch. Good morning, Rudy Gay, Robert Ori, and LeBron. Oh, nice. Who, I, I'm, You're James. You're LeBron James. He's Robert Ori. I'm Rudy Gay. You feel me? I actually met DLP Friday. He came and bought a bottle. Oh, yeah. He came out to Joe. and So shout out to DLP. Shout out to everybody that came out to Texas Cheer Liquor. I um, Things were taught. Things were learned. You can travel with little bottles. Yeah, you travel with little bottles and a Ziploc. In a Ziploc. Eight shot. Of all the uh, samples that you had from uh, Texas Cheerleaker, what'd you take home this weekend? What'd you play golf with? I took home a Buffalo Trace. Well, yes. (laughs) I bought another Buffalo Trace, a couple cigars. Speaking of golf, so this happens to you all the time, Rob. We've been in the business a long time. So playing with two buddies that I know. This was yesterday. Right. One of the buddies brings a buddy. Mm -hmm. Buddy comes up to me, the new buddy. He said, man, my friend told me I was playing with the Rudy, and I was wondering if it was that Rudy. 
and it was like big fan of him. It was like I listen to y'all every morning. I drive car, I drive trucks back oh, and forth here, shout back and out. forth. So Respect. shout out to John, listener who got to play a little bit of golf this yesterday. So listens to us every morning. You know that happens to you all the time. Yeah, you know. And then it's like, okay, now I got to be on my best behavior. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I'm playing golf. I'm representing fam. I'm representing represent the company for five hours, and I have a meltdown in front of the fan. Now, was it a, uh, I, like you're mad at your shot? Like what? No, that's normal. We're all yeah. mad at our shots. Yeah, so. Well, you know what? I don't get mad at my shots because I know I suck. I rarely get mad at my shots. So, like, it's got to be something really, 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 like, that's the that's another thing about golf. Like, I could write a book on guys that are my handicap, and then you're out there acting like you're Tiger, oh, uh, yeah. throwing clubs. What's wrong with yeah. me? Like, no, you're, you, you're, you're you yourself, suck. man. You're You've tw- always sucked. You're 22 handicap. Yeah. What are you throwing clubs for? I don't see any problems today. Drink and smoke a cigar and relax, bro. So, because I'm such a high handicap, Rob, my golf OGs raised me like, hey, be mindful right. of Look your pace of play. You, man. Have a be real mindful mirror. of your pace of play. Mm-hmm. I am the king of, hey, fellas, we, hey, we are having a good time. Y'all play through. I will let somebody play through. My friends to the point where my friends get mad at me like, Rudy, we're going to be here all day. You keep letting people through. You keep letting people through. Part three on the green. This green, by the way, which the guys behind us have no idea because they're not there yet. Where are you? Where, where are y'all playing? Riverside. And part three, what hole? 16. 16. You're tired by then. No. No, so it's 15. Okay. It was like 15. 15. Got to be 15. Yeah, 15 because then 16 is a part five. Then 17 is yeah. another three. So it's 15. So clearly Riverside left the sprinklers on overnight. The, bunk, the bunker's flooded. A little mushy. The All greens right. is flooded. So it took a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I just I was already done. I had already putted out. Took my double. Normal. Normal stuff. Took my <laughs> double bogey. Picked my Did ball you pick up. Pick up? Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to pick my ball up. <laughs> which is another reason why it pissed me off. And I just happened to look back, and the guy is on the tee box with his hands in the air. So you know that little dog meme pledge where it's like, what's your name? <laughs> so I throw my hands in the air. I throw my hands in the air. And then he gives us the hurry up, hurry up, and I lose it. First of all, <laughs> I'm already playing bad. I could have went and done some other things with my time. <laughs> but, dude. We're on 15. We're not holding you guys up. Don't be that guy. Because, again, if I'm, it made me mad because I'm super mindful of it. And if I thought they were pushing us, I would have gladly moved aside. Mm-hmm. And I lost it. I lost it. Were, you, were you yelling? Yes. You're yelling from you know, 150 we got, yards. You and us got voices. Yes. You, you and I have voices. So, and the threesome, my three, the other th- three guys in my group are dead silent. And that's okay. when I was like, oh. Uh-oh. Maybe I overreacted. <laughs> that really escalated quickly. Nobody had my back. Nobody was like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> Nobody's like, yeah, Rudy, you were right. <laughs> like, yikes. Yeah, screw that dude, Rudy. Really you know pissed. what I mean? So it's like, yes, that's exactly what my buddy said. He's like, who? He was like, so you get the ESPN. Like, and this is my good friend. My good friend Trey's like, so this is what ESPN's made you? He's like, you're that guy? He's like, when did you turn into this guy? And I was like, dog, don't do that. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Don't you want that. some of this? And then I then like and then I'm getting in the car and I'm driving to 16 and I'm like, damn, I'm with the listener. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just bad. So by 17, I'm like, should I go apologize to this dude? <laughs> Cause the cancer, a cancer in me, cancers, when we're angry, we're angry, we're trying to hurt your feelings, we're trying to make you feel dumb. 
But le- literally five minutes later, we're like, let's have some shots, man. My bad. I, you know, did you apologize? You went and said no, no. Oh. Because the reason I didn't is because I felt like just leave him a beer. It wasn't going to go well, and it was going to make me even more angry. But he was wrong. Oh yeah, he was wrong. But my reaction was again, it wasn't a lot of like f bombs or anything. But it was just like, dude, go home or go to TPC if you're a pro. That's what my words were. I was like, if you think you're a pro, take your ass to TPC or go home if you're in that much of a rush. I was like, we're not holding you up. Like, there's no need for that. Maybe he's a big hitter, dude. There's just guys that are just like that. And again, I was upset because, again, I will let you through. I will let you through because I know I'm a hacker, but my OGs taught me to hack fast. So I've learned to hack fast. Did they let fivesome out yesterday? No fivesome. Good. Not on Sunday. And see, and that was the other thing. He doesn't realize there's someone in front of us because we had a, uh, what is it, frost delay. Because our tea time was 739. The course was like frosted over. So everybody's what tea time. What the hell were you doing there? What, what the what the I hell are you played thinking, Rudy? I hadn't played in a while. I just you, wanted you, to play. You went but to play was, golf it, when there was a frost delay? <laughs> it warmed up. No wonder by you nine. were cranky. It warmed up by nine. Okay. But we all started late. So the course is backed up. So no need to give me the ice cube and boys in the hood. We got a problem here. But I was like, damn, I just did that in front of a listener. Well, I'm sure just, it ruined him. I just changed the subject. Because my buddy Trey's like, oh, man, wow, you're a thug. What happened to you? Is this what you do now that you're at ESPN? Like, yes, as a matter of fact. <laughs> What's up, Mo? How was your weekend, bro? <laughs> That's my night. That was the highlight of my weekend. Well, first of all, I'm impressed that you got up at 7:30 on a Sunday morning to go play. Especially, golf. I was out till two Saturday with the fellas. Now, when you, I remember one time going, and I'm you know I, for a while there in my younger years, pre kids, played a fair amount. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing: get up early Saturday, Sunday, try to be yep. first or second off. That's what you try to do. And so you get, get home, home and get stuff done. Because there was football by two. I had to be out there early. But I remember one time I were, we were playing, I think it might have been Tapatio. It was on the north side. Bandit, Tapatio, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, going off first or second, sun just getting up. It's cold. <laughs> and I remember we we teed off and it's cold and we'd get up to the first green and we'd driven up. And my ball had stopped on the green because there was too much ice. You know, it had rolled yeah. into the ice and there was like a little pile of ice on the front. That's cold. And I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? Right. Well, what's the point of this? Yeah, that's when you realize, like, this is stupid. Why, why, well, yeah, this is not good for anybody. <laughs> uh, you know what? I normally have a, if it's below 50, I don't go. But when I looked at the weather, I was like, okay, by nine, it'd be cool. But I have a below, because again, when I first, 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 first started, I'd play at anything. Yeah. Because I just wanted to get out yeah. there. And then as you got older and you realize the golf course will still be there next week. Yeah. You stop playing in below 50. But yesterday I made the exception because I was, I was like, I'd be an hour and a half, two hours. I could layer up and then unlayer. By nine, I was taking layers off. It was a beautiful weekend. It was a beautiful weekend. I'm talking about like phenomenal. And as we sat, what'd you, you do? See, well, I went out and spent some time over in the hill country. Sat out in the sun. It's just spectacular. Just had some brews. Had some brews. Watched the games. Watched the river roll. It's just nice. Nice TV outside. Yeah, it was all just That's perfect. You, yesterday was this weekend was when you need a patio television yes it was what is that type this type of weekend convertible we motorcycle get out and enjoy the weather slingshot and all of that <laughs> because as i was watching that i have friends that live in the northeast oh man and i was having some ptsd flashbacks that was bad right oh when they're was... when they're up there when they're going holy crap that's bad i mean that's us when we're complaining at 115 degrees when we go this is serious yeah. in the heat this is their winter right now. It's ridiculous. 
Yeah, that nor'easter. You had nor'easter. You had a buddy like what four feet yeah, outside opened, of his house. Sent a picture, opened his front door, and he would stood by it as the snow piled up at his front door to four feet. He was looking over the top of his door to just eye level. Ridiculous. And yeah, and if they're they're people with thousands and thousands without power, and again now they're telling us this weekend we may get some nastiness. Man, so I'm going to the store today before. I'm going to the HEB today before the Nor'easters go crazy in HEB and there's nothing left. There'll be no toilet paper left. Nothing. Done. But we still have PTSD, so I'm going to go to the store today. If it's going to be this cold, we're going to have to leave. Where where are we going? I guess we're going to have to go to LA. Yeah, let's do that. Sunday, we travel. The crew will have all of your big game coverage. We'll be in LA. I believe our our, uh, Super Bowl Central... Is it in? It's close to Inglewood. We got a house. Yeah, we got a crib. I don't know. Yeah, you and Minix got the house. We tried to that. tried to sketch it out and see how far we are from the convention center. Yeah, um, you never know because the miles is very different. It's as the crow flies. It could be like eight miles, but take two hours. This is your hundredth Super Bowl. What do you look forward to the most? Like as far as like as far as like. Um, Work-wise, on-air-wise. Not the parties. Like, on-air-wise, what do you look forward this to the is, most? For, for guys like us, this is our convention. This is the annual convention for radio types around the country. Mm-hmm. So it's an opportunity for me to see all these guys in all these different markets, um, see what they're doing, walk the just walk the uh, trail and see all these different personalities from every part of the country. And then it's kind of like a week of... Dancing with the Stars. Mm. It's all these B level <laughs> and, and C level stars, and I can't even imagine what LA is going to be like you with know, all these personalities. The thing about it, the reason why I'm thinking that we're on to something big is because the more you look, the more you watch see SoFi on television, the more you see stars want to be in this building. Oh yeah, they were out again last night. So I think we may be on to something. People like going to this stadium. So I think we might be in for a big weekend. Well, you know, when when we go to Radio Row, for those that have not watched, and we do our best to take you with us. So just make sure you've got us on your your video feed, however you consume that, whether it's YouTube or Facebook or SASportsStar.com. We recommend YouTube. You get the alerts. Yeah. But wherever it is, just be aware that we're going to be broadcasting pretty consistently 12, 14 hours a day of what it is behind the scenes, because it is truly a convention hall, the biggest you've ever seen, with 350, 400 radio stations and thousands of people, clients, advertisers, personalities looking for airtime. We call it a giant car wash. Yep, looking to sell product. And the, the, the type of people that you would see in, say, Minneapolis, where we had occasion to interview, he just passed away last week, Louis Anderson, random. The dude's from Minneapolis was there as kind of a. Oh, you interviewed him that week. Yeah, he sat down with us, and we and he invited us out to dinner. Just a lovely man. Um, That's the kind of thing that you get when you go to the Super Bowl. But now you can get that to a factor of two because we're in the entertainment capital of the world. I cannot imagine what Radio Row is going to look like, and the stars and the personalities that we're going to see. Because quite frankly, we've come to their backyard when we were. Elsewhere, they had to come to us. Now, these guys are already there. And if any PR agent 
Anybody who's in the business of promoting a client or a good, if you're not trying to get into the Super Bowl radio row, you're, you're not worth your money. So the stories that we're going to have access to, I think, are going to be ridiculous because, one, we took a year off, and I think everybody's excited to get back into it. And, two, we're in L.A. So y'all didn't go to Tampa? Uh, no, we did not. Okay. Um, there was a radio row. We had a couple of affiliates that went, but I heard it was a ghost town. Oh, okay. Now, you got another guy that you talk to once a year that you just get, oh, Andrew all, you get all giddy about. It popped about. up in my memories yesterday. Andrew Zimmer. Rob's the food guy. And not in the, like, fat guy food guy, just, like, an interesting man. Like, you see oh. Andrew Zimmer as, a, like, an, the most interesting man in the world. I, I'm not ashamed to say it. I have a man crush. You do? Oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I, we I, all have one. Zimmer is like, if professionally, if I could have done anything in the world, it would have been that. Nice. But uh, I'm stuck with you. Hey, could, could have been worse. It could have, could have been a lot have, worse. Yeah. Could have just been you and Pledge. I could have been sitting someplace out of the African savannah eating, you know. Crickets. Have water tried, buffalo guts. Have you tried chocolate-covered crickets? I've had, uh, I've had crickets, I've had grasshoppers, and I've had mealworms. You lost me on the mealworm. They look like maggots. Nah, see, pass. Yeah, they they crunch up though. They're delicious. They they're like a it's like a bar snack. Oh, like a like a bowl of peanuts. Yeah, kind of like that. I mean, you know, you're eating something weird. I mean, it's not like oh, this is just a peanut. No, you can tell it's a bug. You can tell there's something. It does. It's not totally natural. Totally normal. To some people. Well, that's why you keep, you know, you keep drinking it. You don't have a handful of mealworms without already having had several beers. You don't just oh, dive no. into the mealworms to start the thing. <laughs> you have a couple of beers and you kind of warm up to the idea of a little yeah. bit of mealworm goodness. I don't know how we got there. What a spectacular week of football. So awesome. this, is, this is how we're going to do this. We're going to come back at 730 after our headlines. We're going to look directly at uh, the first game of yesterday, Kansas City, Cincinnati. Okay. Um Respect to Michael Amenis. He called it on Friday. I'll give him all the love. He, he did. He deserves it. I, I didn't see it coming. I felt like Kansas City had far too much to offer. And arrogance? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Mm, I, I like. I'm going to hear you and pledge on this. It got kind of got a little heated. But it got uh, a little heated right before we came on air. I will tell you this: If I'm Cincinnati, <laughs> I'm extraordinarily happy. Just damn glad to be here. If I'm Kansas City, I look myself in the mirror and go, "I lost this game." Yeah. They didn't beat me. I, I lost it, and that's what that's what hurts. We'll okay. see if they can. We'll look at at, at seven forty five. Of course, look at San Francisco, Los Angeles. Two spectacular games. L A. making setting another record of best come biggest comeback in in conference championship history. When it, they win it late, and I think when it comes down to it, Rudy, you and I above everything else, as we talked about it on Friday, it came down to it's just really really hard to beat a team three times in a calendar yeah. year. And I think at the end of the day, we can, we'll find the reasons why the Rams won. But the fact is, familiarity. It just wasn't going to happen to them again, it felt like. And Garoppolo went Garoppolo, and Stafford went Stafford, and then improved it. Stafford's a new man today. Yeah, he is, man. Happy for Stafford, especially after what they went through with the wife, and we'll get into it. Let's get your headlines. Carl's, oh, Carl. Carl's, by the way, is gone. I'm sorry. We dove into this intro. Carl's taking the day. James Pledger, yet again, camping out. In the radio ranch, got the headlines. Let's Ooh. give them to him. James Pledger. Let's pile on the 411 and the 210. Here's the 411 in the 210. Headline two. We'll start things off with some NFL coaching updates from over the weekend as the Las Vegas Raiders 
are implementing the Patriot way, hiring both hmm. Patriots offensive coordinator Josh McDaniels to be their next head coach and Patriots director of player personnel Dave Ziegler to be their new general manager. Has the Patriot way worked? Not outside of New England. I guess eventually it'll have to work, right? I guess. Morning, Drew. Um, every, There's a lot of teams that have tried this. And it just hasn't worked out. At some point, I guess it will. I mean, are we sure Big Daniels is going to take the job? I mean, we saw this with the Colts. Are <laughs> we, we need sure? a press conference. Is it still reportedly? Has he physically went to his office in Las Vegas and signed the paperwork? Like, I guess I'll hold off. If you, in the modern NFL, Rudy, <laughs> you were assistant coach. Okay. And your head coach got fired. Okay. They came to you and said, "Interim." I don't know what what Rich Basaccia did or didn't do to not get this job. He took this team when it had been hit by a truck. Yeah, I mean by every measure, and got them into the playoffs and got this team believing. You've and been on this for a game. couple weeks now. Does, and, bo- does this bother you? It, it bothers me for a couple of reasons because I, I'm a believer in you are a franchise that is this, and this is why you are the franchise. And the Raiders are the Raiders, whether they're in Oakland or they're Los Angeles or Las Vegas. The Raiders are always right on the edge of outlaw, right on the edge. Right. The Patriot Way is not that by pa- any measure. The, what, what we're finding out, we need to rename it. We need to call it the Belichick way. It okay. can't be the Patriot way. The Patriot way is this mythical system that travels with you no matter where you go, no matter who the coach is, and that is just not the case. Ask Bill O'Brien, who traded DeAndre Hopkins for a second-round pick while Brandon Cooks has been traded for one twice. Because he didn't like the baby <laughs> mama drama. Yeah, so we'll see with Big Dan's. He was 11-17 and 17 as the Broncos head coach. They got lucky one time with Tebow in the playoffs, and they Ryan Clark doesn't play. They win a win a playoff game, but that was really the extent of it. And the rest of the time, he's been the OC for Tom Brady. So I don't know if this guy can coach or not. I think that they fired the wrong guy and they hired the wrong guy, and they're going to end up paying the price. Mm. I just don't personality wise. I cannot see Bowl Cut Davis getting along with anybody that's coming out that has been working for Belichick. Just can't see it. <laughs> Moving on. He called them Volca and Day One. That is so <laughs> true, but wrong. He has an Edgar. <laughs> he has an Edgar. Somebody, for the love of God, tell him, look, man. <laughs> he anyway. spends a lot of money on that haircut, Rob. He doesn't have any real friends. <laughs> no, a whole lot of money. Yeah, he does. He but. takes his conversion van that he souped up. The yellow submarine beetle look has been <laughs> long gone, man. In other head coaching What's vacancy up? news. The Giants filled theirs over the weekend, hiring Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator Brian Dable to be their next head coach. Dable's been with Buffalo since 2018, overseeing the likes of Josh Allen. He reunites with with new Giants general manager Joe Schoen, who is the assistant GM in Buffalo since 2017. So this package deal thing is like becoming a real thing, huh? Legit. I think it gives because uh, what's the Texans? He's gonna get somebody from New Englandish, won't he? Or no? You gotta figure that. Uh, I don't know who's over there. He can get. 
But I do like the combo idea. At least y'all can go in on the same page. Yeah, I, I like that. But the, you also know that we live together, we die together. We ain't going to survive this together. I mean, if things go south, we're both out. But the thing this. about it is, though, the owner, it's a tough spot for those two guys to be in because the owner has told them, you're dealing with Daniel. You're mm -hmm. dealing with Daniel Jones. Yeah, we, We've failed Daniel Jones. That's my guy. You're... That, you know, most of the time when you come in as a GM and as a coach, you want to be able to pick your guy. But the owner said, "No, you're gonna do. You're gonna figure out Daniel Jones. That's why I'm bringing you guys in to coach up Daniel Jones because we failed him. Tough spot to be in, especially if you don't really believe in him. Well, I don't know. I think it, I don't think Jones is that bad. I don't either. But I will say this: very rarely do quarterbacks survive this. You don't think he's that bad because you get to play against him twice a year, oh, see, just like Carl, Carl. Carl was like, yes, I want to keep no, Daniel Jones. No, I, I think there's a, there's a Josh Allen-ness to Danny Dimes. Whoa. There was a couple of years ago. There's some speed there. He's got some oh, mobility like, in an yeah, arm. Okay, that. And I think Dable understands and has used the Josh Allen skill set to its, to its best advantage. Yes. And, you know, I think Jones, if you play him right, is an expendable four-year quarterback that you can let run a little bit, make him a weapon. It'll help you turn your team quicker and go find it. In the I think it's a good hire. The but, other side of that is how does it affect Josh Allen? How does it affect Mac Jones? I These think, are two young quarterbacks that are losing the guy, the only people they know. So that's the other side of it that we have to see if that affects them. Because we would have thought, hey, Matt, Matt uh, what's my man? Matt Ryan. Look great with Kurt, uh, Kyle Shanahan. Okay, you just answered my question. Um, Kyle Shanahan leaves. <laughs> he looks like Carson Wentz. Because I, I I'm I wasn't sure if this year's performance, what was it, like eight for eight in the opening in the Ooh. the Buffalo oh, office. Josh Allen, yeah. What was it? Eight for eight, seven it for seven. Something crazy like that. I was I was curious in my mind if he had transcended the need for an offensive coordinator. Oh you know how some like it doesn't matter who Aaron Rodgers OC is or Tom Brady's or there comes a time where your OC is a compliment to your quarterback, not the other way around. And That's I wonder what if Josh fair. Allen has now surpassed. It doesn't matter who my my offensive coordinator is. I can do it. I can do it. That's fair. We're not, I'm not sure yet. We'll see. I think the measuring stick will be next year. But it certainly felt like to me that he had transcended that and it was now you go get an offensive coordinator to compliment him. You don't. Com he doesn't compliment the OC, which is where Jones sits today. Moving on. Anyway. Headline zero. Tough news is the United States falls to Canada 2-0 in their CONCACAF World Cup qualifier. Canada now leads the U.S. by four points with four matches to play. Does it make me an elitist, idiotic American to feel like we shouldn't lose to them at anything but hockey? No, you're right. Okay. I mean, I got to talk to my soccer people, maybe Goodman. I don't know. I have to talk to my soccer people out there. Help me out. There's a lot more Americans playing over in the Premier League than at any point in time during American history. Like, help me out. Like, I, 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 hockey, they're supposed to get us. Everything else, I thought we were supposed to and bash their heads. They're coming for us. In, in, I mean, they're number one in our bracket for a reason. I guess they got they got the right team with the right coach at the right time. But damn. Well, I don't know. I, I'm trying to figure it out. Soccer guys, soccer ladies, help me out. At some point, we're just going to come to the realization that we're not very good. We're just not Rob, very good. Why do you like crapping on our I'm soccer just team? Telling, at what point have they ever been good in the last I know 25 it, years? But why? don't be a dream crusher. I'm not crushing dreams. Yes, you are. I Speak think we truth, would Rob. all feel a little bit better about our Team USA when they win and go, you know what? We just beat those Bahamians. I'm so proud of our boys. Rob, 
I've been here since July. This is the fourth time you've said, hey, guys, it is what it is. We stink at soccer. Yes. Let it go. So, you know, <laughs> but after we, what, what's that island that knocked us out last time? It wasn't, Dude, was no, it Trinidad and Tobago? But the Tobagans yes. couldn't show. So we just lost to the Trinidadians. Yes. That's the, that's when we were eliminated and, from World Cup. And so when we lose to Canada, we're like, we should not. We lost to Trinidad and Tobago. To 11 dudes that could barely get off work in time for the game. And we go and we lose to Canada. And we're like, you know, at what point? Seriously. When yeah. are we going to admit that what we're doing is not working? And the fix is 20 years in the making. The, the, the reason why, and I'm going to keep saying this, is soccer ladies and gentlemen can correct me if I'm wrong. And it's, it's blasphemous to say this in our country. But as long as we are sending our kids to college... We will continue to be behind. Ronaldo and Messi were in a pro program when they hit 14. They're not going to North Carolina and Duke and getting out at 22 and then going to the MLS. Now you're 26. Like, you got to get in a pro program at 15, 16 and get in these academies if we're going to turn the corner. So what I'm saying is, if we want to get better at soccer, the guys that are doing it can't go to college. And I know in America, we're never supposed to say that. Like, hey, up college is everything. Your education is everything. Education is everything. Don't say that, Rudy. Well, I'm just talking about soccer. Well, it doesn't matter if you're a basketball player. Right. You can do that with soccer. Or tennis or golf. So soccer players, stop. <laughs> it just sounds bad even saying this. Stop going to college. Go to a pro academy. Well, where are so the we soccer a... players going? I mean, what other sport is your average? Because you think of your, what is the prototypical build for a great soccer player? About 5'10". 185, probably one's about a four, five, forty. See, that's the thing, man. In these other countries, some of those guys are six foot. Okay, six but one. what I'm trying to say is, where are those athletes going? If they're not playing they're soccer, going? what are they playing? Baseball? No. No. They're playing basketball and football. Well, they're not going pro if you're five ten. You're not going where are the great athletes playing that they're not going to soccer? Basketball and football. Maybe that's the case. Moving on. That's the 411 and a 210. Imagine if Tyreek Hill decided to play soccer? Yes, that's what I'm, that's saying. What I'm saying. We yeah. obviously have the guys. Or if Westbrook wanted to play sweeper at 6'3. No, I want him to play in the game. You don't have to clean up. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's the position. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, Westbrook would, uh, he, he'd stuff the stats there, too. <laughs> he'd find a way to you know, miss like, a shot, get the rebound, put it back. <laughs> you know, I mean, like Odell Beckham as our forward. See, that's my point. As long as we're sending our best elsewhere, are we crazy to expect anything else? As long as the great of the great athletes, and I'm sure one in 20 is still playing soccer, that you know started playing and they're still yeah, there. Yeah, 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 that's fair. But as long as Odell and name your other athletes Whoever. are choosing that over soccer, we're never going to be contenders because, quite frankly, we're not sending our absolute greatest. By the way, we're getting phone calls, Rudy. Oh, my They bad. loved your uh, golf story this morning, and a lot of people now want to play golf with you. Are you serious? What, is like the enforcer? <laughs> like, Don't do this. Just, <laughs> don't do this, we just, just leave Rudy on the hole before and say, you guys keep it down. Hey, yo, Rudy, that guy just waved at you. Cuss him out. That's not know. why they want to play with you. Uh, I'm Rudy J. Hey, you'd I? rather play with Pledge, fellas, ladies, whoever call. Yeah, you want to play with Pledge. You want to play with Pledge. You, you win some money that bucks. route. Plus, try to give me some of his winnings. He's like, such a good guy. He's like, hey, man, you are, you invited me. Here's 60 bucks. I'm like, bro, keep your money. He wants you to set up other games. Now, <laughs> now, now you're bird-dogging for him. Yeah, I'm his man. I'm going to do him like, uh, we're going to be like, uh, 
White man can't jump. We made my ringer. <laughs> yeah. we go, we'll go hustling. Billy Hall. Yeah, but what? you got to wear like denim shorts. You got to wear something jorts. that would make would make people think you stink. Yeah, we need jorts, some kind of <laughs> slick bottom dress shoe. A hey, uh, you're not you're not gonna be able to wear golf shoes. Don't no, wear golf no, shoes. So, some like church oh, I, shoes. I I can play in Air Max's flip flops. No okay. flip flops. See, no, I wouldn't trust a dude shut up in flip flops. No, you just go to the box barefoot. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust that dude. Hey, coming back, Kansas City. They're gonna be playing some golf. How did Cincinnati come back? And can we believe it? And was it just the pregame outfit? Joe Burrow shows up early. <laughs> the boiler room. Out of the boiler room. Looked like he had something in a box. We're talking about a great win. Cincinnati headed to L.A. We'll figure out how they did it coming up next. Hang around with us. we got so much to do and so little time to do it. It's R&R in the morning, and you're on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM for today. Rob Thompson, Booty J, R&R in the morning on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. Can you believe, Coach? We're going to the Super Bowl! And they did it. They beat Mahomes at home. Wow, Joe Burrow. No way. Only two quarterbacks have won an FBS national title game in the Super Bowl. And that's Joe Namath and Joe Montana. And Joe Burrow's trying to be the third. From 18 down. So you got to be named Joe to win them both. What's the guy's name? That was CBS Radio on the call yesterday. What's his name? Monson Robo? What's his name? <laughs> oh, you're talking about Anthony Romo? Anthony. No. Uh, what was the other guy's name? Nance. Jim Nance. Jim Nance. Oh, that was... I, I thought that was the radio call, and you added Romo there at the end. No. Romo had a good call yesterday. Always. So good that Jim Nance didn't catch any of it. If you didn't, If you weren't paying close attention, Romo at one point very late in the game. Uh, mentioned quarterbacks dropping the snap on a field goal that could win a playoff game. I lo- See, don't you love that? <laughs> it was. Don't you love that? It was right before the game-winning kick. Yeah, and he was like, "This is why you do it on third down." And Romo drops this little nugget. I mean, anything. There's many yeah. things the ball could slip. I mean, I've seen guys in the playoffs drop a snap before <laughs> in a big situation. Barely got that away in time. The snap. Love it. But eight steps back three yards. It downs it. Between the hashes, and now they'll bring out McPherson. Well, let's just see if he happens to say anything here as confident as last week. Like, uh, you missed my joke, though. I, made a I said, I've seen guys drop yeah. a snap in the playoffs before. <laughs> oh, situations. Yeah. That's I, why I you your kick it. I love my guy. I don't know guy. if Jim was just protecting him. Like, dude, don't go there. I love my guy. Don't go there. But true, great call, great close to what was a very surprising football game. I, I... After the first half, did you? Okay. Seriously. I'm going to tell you what happened with me. So, I don't know. During halftime, somebody hacked into my account and tweeted don't from my when that tweeted from my account that the Super Bowl was played last week. We all know. But in the Super Bowl was played last week between Buffalo and Kansas City. We all know, know no one's beating Mahomes. Let's just admit it. Someone hacked me. You know, they're I hate to, when that happens. I hate when that happens. And um next thing you know, you know, I'm having to I'm having to put out fires because everybody's coming for me. Like, hey, aha, really look well, you know, the guy's game's tied. People start coming for me. I didn't even know I had been hacked. And so I had to let people know I've been hacked. 
I'm changing my passwords as we speak. Jack thought it was funny. Everybody thought it was funny. Like, yeah, man, I got hacked. I don't know who would want to go into my account and jinx the Chiefs like that, but it happened. But you know, Rob, have you ever heard of the name Lou Anam? Anam what is it? How you pull my pull up my name pledge? Lou, what? I can't see it. Lou Anarumo. Have you ever heard of that name? Lou Anarumo. No, no. That is the Bengals defensive coordinator. Really? That is the Bengals defensive coordinator. And when you devise a plan to hold Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill. Andy Reid, to three points in the second half. While we all love Joe, don't get it don't get it twisted. Like, Joe is the man. He's been the man since LSU, Ohio State. He let y'all know yesterday, stop claiming me. I'm an LSU Tiger. Ohio, <laughs> Ohio State's trying to get back in the game. Like, yeah, we got a QB in the Super Bowl. No, you don't. Nope. But we all love Joe Burrow. We all love Chase, Mix, and everything. But Lou Anarumo has done a number on the Chiefs now two times. In the last four or five weeks, you held Mahomes to three points in his house in the AFC Championship game. We're giving a lot of credit to Joe Brady because he's cool and we love him and he smokes cigars where he's not supposed to. But Luana Romo, one should be getting a job. Should be getting a job when you have the when you have the cheat code to Patrick Mahomes, but two deserves a lot of credit and he hasn't gotten any. So my stream yard name today is Lou. Anarumo for the number he did on the Chiefs Respect. in the second half. It was a spy job, right? It was a lot of things. but it, it was, they, they had a spy on them, yes. That, we saw that in that right. last play, the sack, that 17-yard loss. Right. And What was more, well, the most impressive thing to me was how they effectively just took Tyreek Hill out of the game in the second half. I mean, just He was a non Even on the interception, like, they had two guys right there. Yes. It was a great throw. So to bracket that kind of speed, mad respect. In fact, they committed guys to ending Tariq Hill and uh, not letting Mahomes get across the line of scrimmage unless it was an immediate run. Because he can. Him and Josh are really sneaky with their legs. It hurts your – it breaks your back. You got a third and eight, and next thing you know, Mahomes is scrambling for a first down. It just kind of breaks your back. But guess who was doing that in the second half? It was Burrow. Did you know Burrow had a, a little wheels on him, Rob? He he kept a few. He kept the drives going a few times with his legs. He was like, "Oh, you can do that. I can too." Hold my beer. It feels almost like a movie script. That as seem real. as Tom Brady leaves the game, all that Tom Bradyness just kind of showed up Is in Joe leaving? Brady. Like it just like whoop, and he woke up and he had all the Tom Brady. Joe. Like we're going to win this football game. I'm going to figure out how. Let's have some fun doing it. Yeah, if you you know about a month or two ago, I said, you know what, Rob, there's a there's a little Brady on the horizon. It felt like it, and man. um, it looks like it, it looks like it's Burrow because, I mean, nine sacks against the Titans yesterday. They didn't do him any favors either, but he just keeps plugging away. I don't know how to count him out anymore. Um, but you now you're dealing with Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, and Aaron Donald. <laughs> Like, you got to think it catches up to him. But then, like, someone last night was like, I'm not betting against Joe Burrow. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I tweeted him like, I know he's good, but are we to the point we're not betting against him yet? And, I, I, look, I'm at, I'm, I, was on the, I was on the bandwagon a month or two ago, but I'm not ready to say I'm not going to bet against him. I'm are we ready there. to say that already? I'm getting there, man. There, there is, there's that it. I don't know what it is. It's That's that, why it's an it. And I see it. 
it. Very rarely do you see it. I, I saw it in Russell. When Russell Wilson made it that first run to quarter as a quarterback with the Seahawks, you just looked at him and said, this dude, there's something here. Dude, he almost died against Tennessee. This is a dick. Yes. And this line is even better than that. I'm not saying he can. This is sustainable. <laughs> but, oh, okay. <laughs> but right now, it doesn't seem to matter all that much that he's still an inch ahead of you. Now, that inch could be made up, and you're going to get him now and again. I'm just, I look, but I think he's great. I'm just not ready to say I won't bet against bliss. him. I, you know, he doesn't know failure yet. So he doesn't understand what it's like, what causes the failure. So he just goes out there and does it. And those are, they're dangerous because they don't give an F. <laughs> yeah. They really don't. And, uh, you know, and you juxtapose that with the, the Chiefs. Did they lose the game at the end of the first half? No. Okay. I, I really feel like it's more. I'm gonna give more of the credit to Cincy. Okay. I, I mean, it really took the wind it, out of the sails, man. Because the thing about it, you got to remember, Buffalo was the one, number one defense coming into that game, and Mahomes did whatever he wanted to to them. Whatever he wanted to, we got to give Luan Arumo some credit for adjustments. Uh, respect, he, he absolutely, made, he made, he made man. His adjustments. I, I got to give the credit to Cincy, man, I, and Joe for believing like, yo, I can still win this game down twenty-one-three in his second year playing QB. I think and Zach field Taylor. Goal, Zach Taylor deserves some credit as well. I think if the, if Reed would have just been a little conservative and not been arrogant and kicked a field goal, things would have looked so much more different in the locker room at halftime than it did. Mm. And you just they were oh, arrogant. You talking about the end of the half? Yes, yeah. I felt like I know that it's Kansas City, and you you could have just nailed the coffin shut. You could have with a touchdown. Right. It would have, but even a field goal would have felt pretty rough. Even a field Down, goal yeah. that added one more score to the game or a couple of, of two-point conversions that I don't think as a play caller you can you really look at the game differently with that field goal. Yeah. I think that they were arrogant there, and I think at the, at the close There's of the, the game, a word. there was arrogance there. Now, you have every right to be arrogant when you're Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> but it bit him in the ass. You had two consecutive second. And third and goal, you had the ball in your hands to throw it, and neither time did you even get it out of your hands. That's on Mahomes. That's yes, a bad. And, that he, is and he absolutely he, he owned that. He owned that. Now the one, well, I know we're up against it. So I, the one thing I didn't like was Mahomes saying, yeah, "Everybody counted us out. We weren't even supposed to be here." I'm happy with the way. What? Yeah. Excuse me, we sir. We didn't count you out. Excuse me. Excuse me, mm-hmm. Mahomes. Don't be that guy. You can't be the world. Don't be. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Stop it. And I love you. You from Tyler, Texas. I love you, but don't be that guy, Mahomes. You're better than that. But man, his brother and his wife are taking a beating. <laughs> yeah, they I'm are. Like, Dude, is his brother that much of a douche? Punch? Evidently, man. Some yes. of the socials I've seen. We're coming back. We'll okay. look at the San Francisco yeah, LA game. And look at the interesting tidbits that went on yesterday that are going to play into what will be a pretty interesting Super Bowl as L.A. hosts their own home bowl game. Lots of football talk coming your direction. And we're going to give away uh, some tickets to a great concert coming up, Love and Happiness. And we're going to talk about how coming back. We're excited about this as well. <laughs> yes, yeah, pretty cool. R&R in the Morning continues right here on ESPN AM 1250 and starting tonight, 103.3 FM. This is Joe Reinagle. Drive home with Jason Minix and me today at 4, ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. 
This is R&R. We reside comfortably and happily here at San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250. Big doings as the uh, station itself. We turned 14 years old here this week. We're going to celebrate with a party coming up at the Rue Pub here in February. More details to follow, but we expect a rock star of some note. A sports legend of some note to attend with us, but there's details to come. But tonight, going in tomorrow, things are happening. You need to be aware of. We've talked about it a lot, but it's finally here. Uh, we're going to go to 103.3 FM tonight. The transmitter will flip the switch. We'll put some more squirrels running in circles, and we're going to generate more power for everybody, and it's going to start tonight. So uh, do us a favor. Oh, what? They bought us four new squirrels to new up squirrels the and better feed, I'm told. Uh, so we're going to go to 103.3 FM. It'll happen tonight. Go ahead and move your dials now. We'll wait for you. All right. Uh, and uh, move it along that way. We've also got a great concert coming up that, sadly, uh, Rudy and I can't attend. We're going to be that? out of town. Oh. The Love and Happiness Tour. I normally to go end. to this, too. It's always a good time. Oh, this year we got Bobby Brown, Mr. Anthony Bobby Hamilton, Brown. Kay Michelle, and we got tickets. We got tickets to give. How do you win? You might ask. Well, d- at some point during today's show, tell them. Let's Rob. play. Let, let's play a little bit of it. You're gonna, this doesn't count. This don't count. But when you hear the Reverend start to preach the word, <laughs> we'll tell you. And we'll just let you know when you hear this next. Call it number six. Yeah. He's going to go check out Love and Happiness. It's the 17th annual show. Saturday the 12th in our beautiful Alamo Dome. Bring your shoes to dance with. Anthony Hamilton is headlining, and we got the tickets all week long. Don't call now. Don't call now. Anthony, I've seen Anthony Hamilton. Great show. And I mean, Bobby is Bobby. You know, Bobby gonna get up there and do his Bobby thing. Bobby's the man. Bobby's a legend. I can't believe it's been 17 years, dude. The fact that you can just say Bobby. You have to say Bobby Brown. (laughs) I know. It has to come out that way. Bobby Brown. Mr. Bobby Brown. Mr. Bobby Brown. (laughs) I love Bobby. Well... He's lived a good life, a good and hard life. Hey, we're over and above the uh, required time limits that have been imposed upon us. Coming back, we're going to continue talking football. I don't know if you realize it, but the Spurs played last night. A moral victory. Yippee! Uh, Lots to talk about. Hang around. You're on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and uh, 94.5. Rob Thompson, Rudy J. R and R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. Eight o'clock or eight oh two in the blessed AM. We're gonna round out January the right way as it's January the thirty first. Rain on you on the way in, Rudy? Heck yeah. I got some good rain. Looks like it might have blown through. Yeah, got plenty of rain, man. It's going to be colder at the end of the week, so we've been told. Yeah. Maybe wintry mix in the plans. Get your groceries today. Yeah, go get your groceries. Wait, what? Yeah, wintry wintry mix. mix. Yeah. Which is not quite You see your face? Go to the store today, man. Yeah, go to the store. When's this? Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday. Wintry mix. With rain. Snow day? Uh, Maybe a... uh, Hey, Rob. I'm going to be in my kitchen. 
I'll see you. Uh, you know, the sad thing is the majority of the equipment that you were going to require to do such things are probably all going to be gathered together to be taken to the Super Bowl. So it's going to be mm-hmm. tough. Uh, yeah, I know. I'll bring them Friday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> On the cold day. I'll bring them Saturday. Uh, we're going to talk a lot of, about what we saw yesterday, but before we dive into it, on Saturday afternoon, we get this uh, news that Tom Brady's retiring. Adam Schefter uh, tweets out early Saturday that Tom Brady is retiring. Now, it is now 8 o'clock, some 48 hours later, nearly. Mm-hmm. Have we heard from Tom? So this isn't confirmed. His agent was like, he's thinking about it, blah, blah, blah. His dad? Came out and said no confirmation. But then the next day it was confirmed again. Who who confirmed it? Because I haven't gotten... Espen. Espen sticking. Well, all right. Espen roll with their story and they stick it to it. Well, and that's it. I mean, if Schefter's wrong on this, he must have gone to the brass, to the suits, like, trust me, he's well, retiring. Well, this is the thing. Then Tom and Tom's dad need to tell Giselle to chill. Giselle's the one that told Adam that he's done. Giselle is the leak. You think so? Or is that is that fact? No, I'm kidding. No, uh, <laughs> but she, well, whatever but he, it is, but the thing about it, he keeps every time he talks about retiring. That's what he brings up. His wife is tired of seeing him get hit. His wife tired of seeing him get hit. Now the memes out there floating where Giselle's on her phone and she's texting, "Hey Adam, he's done." But my thing is, I think Tom wanted to kind of do a. I think the reason the the the, the big uproar from his camp is I'm sure Tom wanted to have like a big press conference. Mm-hmm. Like this is a big deal. This is Tom Brady. This is the end of a huge era. I don't I'm not saying that he wanted to raise money for the Boys and Girls Club like the LeBron decision, but I'm sure he wanted to do it in his way. Gonna take my talents but, home. The, but that means you have a mole in your camp. Because Schefter's not rolling with this unless it's somebody solid. Like somebody solid in in Tom's camp let Shefty know that he wanted to retire. But I think Tom wanted to do it in true fact. I don't know if he wanted to go back to New England and do it from there. I don't know. But I feel like Tom is bucking this because he had a way he wanted to roll it out. And it was wrong, too. I mean, it it didn't feel like him to retire and take away from the games that were coming. Yeah, see, that's what I had a buddy text me. Hey, man, he he did it on Sunday. That kind of takes away from the NFL. Because that's like Jerry Jones type stuff. You know, you drop a huge announcement during Super Bowl week. Like Jerry used to be selfish like that, um, so. But again, I mean, you say Tom hasn't confirmed. I guess he hasn't confirmed, but ESPN sticking with it. Like they went with it, never backed off one bit. While other outlets did, Schefter must feel pretty Schefter. comfortable with his source. That's why I was like, "Is it Giselle?" Uh, but he, they won't backtrack. Was he, no one surprised, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we talked about it enough to no. if, that. The numbers were such that he could walk away and hold his head high. You don't, I mean, not only was it the age, but he walked off as the best quarterback in football by the numbers. Ever. He had the best. Well, that goes without saying. But last right. year, in oh, his yeah. last season, he finished off as the best quarterback in football. Led it's the like league in yards going and out touchdowns. On top. Yes. So while the, the W wasn't there, mm-hmm. the numbers were there. It just felt like you could walk away. And after... I'm sure he saw or, or felt what I saw in the tape, man. The escapability is to the point where Giselle, Giselle's kind of right. Dude, you're going to get hurt. You yeah. were always slow. Now you're a target. A cone that can throw. Yeah. A cone with arm. A the, cone with an arm, yeah. But I don't know, man. You think he's done? Yeah, he's done. So then you don't care about that he hasn't confirmed. It. No, I don't. But I do think that uh, I, I, I just... 
the journalistic integrity the, the, the in you is, is calling. Well, no, the conversation that the that whoever with the uh, with the four letter network with ESPN talking to Shefty like, dude, it's been three hours now. You broke this, and we've got no confirmation. And now I'm hearing from his dad, and we've also heard from the Bucks that they haven't heard anything either. Are you sure? And Shefty's like, and yeah. like, I got you, man. We're good. So they rolled with it all day long. But you notice the rest all stayed with uh, ESPN and Adam Schefter are reporting. So I'm like, I just consider myself an entertainer, Rob. I don't. Oh, I'm not a journalist by any stretch. I'm not a journalist. I don't. I don't know journalistic integrity. But in this case, from your experience and just being around the business, should Shefty have hit Tom and been like, "Hey, this is what I'm hearing." You want me to roll with it, or should I let you do it? Well, I guarantee you he did. You'd be crazy if you didn't. but Only because it's like, okay, in that case, like I know Schefter has a job, but he's in his job is not in jeopardy. His job is not in jeopardy. Like, you're good. You're, you're one of the even few employees. Even if you're struck. Yeah, even if you're wrong, you can survive this. Yes, you can survive it. So my thing is, like, you don't have to break everything. So do you call Tom and be like, hey, man, I heard you. I know you're retiring. I'm going to just let you do it. Or do you do your job and be like, yo, I got to break this. It's my job. Yeah, it's like the FBI and the mob. I don't hate you. I just got to do my job. Okay. You know, you know, I feel you. I, I just I, feel I, like some guys. I got to do my job. I just feel like some guys, like Tom, <laughs> deserve for you not to be Mr. Break It All. Break It All all the time. There's some guys like, you know what, Tom? I'm going to take a back seat on this one. But you owe me one. I'm going to let you announce it to How the world. How can you owe me one? He's getting out of the game. There's nothing I don't know. There's me. something you could give me. I don't know. He's Tom freaking Brady. I, you're give right. Give me to a party later. But I just feel like there's certain guys. Like There's a, there's about five guys that deserve Jay Glazer, Wojnowski, yeah. and Schefter to be like, all right, I'm going to let you do it. I won't be Mr. Break It today. And I imagine that's happened in the past. Yeah. You know, the, I imagine it has. And you're right. But you just get the feeling that Shefty probably heard – that the mechanisms for something that could only happen if Brady was retired were in place. Right. Like, they're the putting like, together oh, okay. a studio time, much like LeBron did on Take My Talents, where there's going to be some <laughs> kind of TV show, and they've already reserved time, talent, airspace. And Shefty's like, he's not buying all this to say he's staying. You know, I feel like that's the case, that there's not so much a leak, but there's something going on where Shefty goes, there's only one reason this is happening, mm. and it's this. Gotcha. And Brady didn't want it out. I don't think he wanted to, to mess up the conference championship Sunday. Yeah, that doesn't were... feel like Brady to me. That feels like Jerry Jones doesn't feel like Brady. Yeah, it was weird. It's weird. But are you shocked? I, I mean, I no, didn't take it like, no, oh my god, I didn't no. see it coming. No, 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 no. I think the right was on the wall when he was like, yeah, you know, I gotta, yeah, do what's best for my family. I was like, oh, he's done. But these never take initially. I mean, we've got to have to. I would play this. I would, I would, I wouldn't shut the door totally until he has given up that opportunity to come back yet again. Where Man. next year, six weeks into the season, Mac Jones is down with an injury. They got Tampa's got no, a draft pick I or two. They no send way. it to Tampa. Tom comes out, rides to the rescue. He and he and Belly go out together finally. I do feel like he he needs to get it all out of his system, though. Like, if you haven't any thoughts and you still want to go out there, I'd rather you just be like, oh, I'm going to play one more year. Then come back in week seven next year 
Retirement was confirmed on ESPN, the Ocho. On the Ocho. <laughs> You're going deep with that. Seriously. I, I mean, we're all pretty comfortable with the fact that he's retiring. Oh, but yeah. at some point, there was that conversation where the brass kind of go, all right, brah, you have earned the... The, uh, we'll, we'll stick with it. We're going to run our video montage at every sports center. We're going to talk about him leaving for 24 hours. You better be right. That would mean him and Ben would go into the hall at the same time. Be a pretty cool Hall of Fame day. Yeah, it would be. But I feel like it, if when Brady goes in, he needs a Kobe kind of thing. Yeah. We'll have a separate <laughs> day because he gets his own wing. Right. Nobody will have ever entered into the... Uh, Hall of Fame with that kind of, I don't know about what the rest of San Antonio, but the lights just flickered here at the Radio Ranch. We are home, we're assuming we're still on air. Hey, let's get everybody caught up. We do have headlines. They came busily this weekend. You ready for this, James? Let's do it. He's 411 of the 210. Here's the 411 in the 210. Headline 2. We'll start things off with Harbaugh coming back to the NFL, question mark. Minnesota Vikings are interviewing Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh for their vacant head coaching position on Saturday. Sources told Pro Football Talks Mike Florio. There's two things to this. One, my my initial reaction is he's trying to get more money from Michigan. Mm -hmm. But if he comes back to the NFL... I will never forgive Chicago for not making it happen. Oh, no. You're better off for not having Harbaugh. No, as your I want Harbaugh. Oh, no. Dude. NFL? Yes. NFL, I want Harbaugh. I guess you don't remember what he did with the 49ers, Rob. I vaguely Rob. remember a really brief run. Yes, I do. I, what do you mean a brief run? They went to three NFC title I'm games in the Super Bowl. I'm you, man. I just... Don't. I, I'm telling you. Disrespected I, I think Jim Harbaugh? I did. On the NFL did, level. I NFL, did, not college. And I continue to. Speaking of the 49ers, new Vikings general manager, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, mm-hmm. my was guy. Actually, the manager of football research and development with the 49ers during Harbaugh's tenure there. Oh, wow. That's good. Oh, it's going to happen. That's good research. Now, I will say this. Good job. If, what do you think? If, if there's a place for Harbaugh to land, Minnesota feels very comfortable because they're coming with that Zimmer. How long was Zimmer there? Gosh, a, a decade. Time. And also remember, Harbaugh's defensive coordinator at Michigan, stolen by his brother in Baltimore. That's now, I, right. I, I will give you this. The Harbaugh's in general, both brothers and dad, <laughs> are about building programs. They're not about short-term successes. This is Mike Tomlin-esque. We're going to have four guys that are three guys and, and bench guys and practice squad guys that are all the same. We're all going to be on the same page. We might not be overly talented, but we're always going to be on the same page. And there's some benefit to that. And this is the thing. I beat Ohio State, and I know I'm never going to be better than Bama, Georgia. Mm-mm, never. My, my job here at Michigan's done. Truth. You know what I mean? Like, what, what else can you do? You're never going to be better than Alabama or Georgia. What you about, got Ohio State. Get out. What about the reports that Miami Dolphins over Steen Ross won't pursue Harbaugh because he's such a Michigan supporter that he doesn't want to rock that boat? That's now, stupid. That would be You dumb. don't get rich at thinking like that. Because... And now, if he ends up with Minnesota, you're Steven Ross, yeah. you're going to feel stupid. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's, and you did not become a billionaire thinking, well. Dude, you can still send your check to Michigan right. and take Harbaugh. Yeah. Well, what I, are you doing? I, you can find another coach there. Yeah. That's, 
That that doesn't make any sense. I, That's why the Dolphins. I don't stink. know why. I, I I I've never been that impressed with it. I don't know how you're not I, impressed I with what he did in San Fran, right? You're right. I but I look back at those years and go, no big eh, NFCs or NFC wasn't all that good. Excuse me. I, that was I, when I know, the Seahawks were great. I'm not saying that I'm right. I just I don't look at Harbaugh the way that I should. I look at him as a. As a Look, old school kind of, you know, Harbaugh makes it tough to like him. He does and says things that you're like, really, man? And you forget about some of the things he's done on the field. But I mean, that was with Kaepernick. That was with Alex Smith. Yeah, had Alex Smith. Alex too. Smith and Kaepernick. I mean, the lights go out at the Super Bowl. Who All knows? Very strange time. The Bears should have. The Bears should have gotten. And him, maybe man. you're right. But I, in my mind, if he can go anywhere in the, in the NFL, it needs to be a place like Minnesota where he's off where by himself and they just go and be Vikings. And no one cares that Harbaugh's been there for 15 years, but suddenly you realize these guys win because they're all on the same page all the time. He's an NFL coach. He belongs in the NFL. He doesn't fit in college to me. Uh, I, you know what? I, I will step back from my opinion on Harbaugh. You don't have we'll to step back. But I, I thought... Him going to Chicago just didn't feel like it would have yeah, worked. I just like, ah, oh, come on. Maybe you're wrong. Oh, well. Moving along. I mean, you got an Eberflus now. You do have an Eberflus. Whoever. Headline one. Whatever he is. What is that? <laughs> is that a form of a penguin? It is a small water chute that you use to. <laughs> That's what I thought. To separate the, the, the sand particles from the gold. It's he called better, an Eberflus. You better get it right. <laughs> Do you know that the Green Bay Packers are cautiously optimistic that quarterback Aaron Rodgers will return for the 2022 season after he stayed in Green Bay for an extra few days to, quote, plot out the team's future, end quote, <laughs> and meet with in. head coach Matt LaFleur and others. These, This, according to sources close to NFL Network's EM Rappaport. This is, man, the greatest quarterback of all time didn't get to sit around and help out the front line. Like, Bill and Tom, they weren't best friends, but they had a really working and really a really good working and a really good relationship. And they didn't just let Tom sit around and make GM decisions. I like Aaron, but some like he's he's really pushing the envelope with this thing. I wonder if there's gonna be a rebuild, I wanna be a part of what's going on here. Like what? LeBron Rogers. You're aware that Tom Brady left because of his lack of I, Yeah, but after twenty <laughs> Well, yeah, but after 20 years, that was the whole point of his exodus was the fact that he wasn't getting input right now. And I'm, we're going to take this poll True. on a regular. But today, uh, January the 31st of 2022 is Aaron Rodgers staying or going. What do you think? Gone. Gone. Staying. Staying. I say he's staying, too. I, there's not a, not a lot of places that would put up with Aaron Rodgers. You'd put up with him. No, I no. Mm-hmm. Don't I'd get put me up wrong. With him. Everybody mm-hmm. would pay for him and want him there. But he wouldn't live as coddled and oh, no. delicately right. safe life that he lives in Green Bay. It's just like San Antonio types, we take care of ours. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But suddenly some of those hijinks, if you're doing that in New York, it's a well, little bit tougher on you. LeBron went through it in Miami. And got the hell out. He was like, Oh, I can't my buddies can't get on the private plane. I don't Pat Riley's just telling me to uh, I appreciate your input, but get out. I'll go back to Cleveland. I don't need this. I would like to think he'll stay just because of that, but I think that Aaron Rodgers 
doesn't even know himself whether he's staying. And probably while we talk about whether he's indifferent about staying, all we need to watch is the the negotiations with Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. And if if they're paying Devontae, he's going to stay. Okay. I agree with that. Moving on. Change of scenery. Headline Zero. And finally, Epic Australian Open comeback gives Rafael Nadal a record 21st Grand Slam title. Down two sets, wow. facing a triple break point. His prospects of winning his record Grand Slam almost shot. Nadal dug himself out of that critical moment and then went on and won the next four points to survive the immediate threat and go on to win in five sets in a match that lasted five hours and 24 minutes, clinching his 21st Grand Slam title over Daniel Medvedev. Five and a half hours? Is Rafa the GOAT? No. Who is? Record. I mean, it's... 21 titles. Grand Slams. So much. There's so much here with the Open. There's so much here. One of them is, at some point, somebody's going to have to start winning that I don't know. I'll still take Federer. And Federer is still probably number one there. Nadal didn't have to go through the Joker. But... I mean, the thing is tough for both because both dominated on these weird surfaces. You know, Nadal (laughs) dominated on the clay. Federer dominated on the grass. Damn, Pledge. I don't know. Well, grass is the least impressive of them all, right? Well, no. Clay is the least impressive. I think they... I don't know. I I thought clay was pretty tough. I don't know. (laughs) It's a dumb idea. I don't know why they even do it. Let's play play tennis on something slick. Rob came in swinging the Thor hammer today. He chose violence. Screw Harbaugh. Everybody knows my stance. Screw Clay. Screw U.S. and men's soccer. My stance on Clay. The moment they came up with a better surface, we should have just left that behind. You named your son after that. Uh, You know, when we discovered asphalt, we we stopped the dirt road thing. We don't have races on dirt roads like this. Your opinion on Clay is invalid. You named your son after it. I named him Clayton. Oh, it's Clayton. Entirely different. Rob got the Thor hammer out, dude. Here's <laughs> the other around. thing with this. Look. <laughs> Five and a half hours of tennis? I think tennis players are underrated athletes. Who wants to watch? Oh, yeah. Five and a half hours of anything. Anything. Only thing I can watch five and a half hours of is Ozark. <laughs> Even then, I take a break. Even then, I press pause and walk away. It's like Roots. You know, when you used to watch Roots, it would give you a pee break on the on the movie. Yeah, it's like, we're going to be away yeah. for 15 Like, minutes. hey, go to, go to the restroom. Five and a half hours of tennis. But I'm more, I, I get that part of it, Rob, but I'm impressed by it also. Oh, I, it's, that's like, like You got to be dehydrated. I, do you watch an entire marathon? Because you could have watched two of them. The only people that are watching the marathon are like diehard tennisers. Is that a word? Five and a half hours of serve. Volley. Serve. Wait. Serve. Volley, volley, volley. Serve. Wait. Rest. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, my God. We we complain about baseball being too long. Tennis types. I have to speed this along. I'm sure the tennis types will tell you that was a classic. I'm sure it was for those that stayed awake. It's epic. Moving along. Five and a half hours. He has great hair. That's the 411 and the 210 pretty cool shoes too rafa you like his logo the bull yeah rafa is he spaniard he's a spaniard i gotta go to spain spain's on the bucket list my uh 
my youngest son might be studying there this summer. You gonna run with the bulls? No, see, Rob, like Rob is trying, <laughs> dude. Rob is the type of parent he's trying to force his I son. Like he's that. like, hey, dude, I, if it were me, I'd probably yeah, do Spain. Saying, but do I'm, what you want to do, son. But I'd pick Spain because he wants to go visit. You probably want to. <laughs> I mean, Buenos Aires. Yeah, you know, it sounds nice and all, but you know. Yeah. Ever since he told me about this, Rob's been pushing the poor kid to Spain. <laughs> he doesn't realize it, but I'm living in his dorm room with him. <laughs> Rob, there's got to be some benefit to this, unit. right? Got to uh, be some kind of. Hey, Rob, you got to get something for your money, bro. Speaking you of, earned, you earned it. Little bit of a celebration. Jack Thompson, co-host of the uh, Saturday Morning Hangover, okay. post up a uh, wonderful number one son. Love my love my my yeah. son to death. We had a little bit of a celebration yesterday. Now it's it's we, we're still six months away. Okay, but uh, we, I got the last insurance bill, <laughs> car insurance bill. Oh, you do that? Six he can legally be a part of. Well, you're probably my, my, yeah, my, it's six months. I, um, and we, we re- renewed. I got the letter and it had a little footnote. Uh, one of them's aging out. Jack Townsend can no longer be on your policy. And the 26th, he's going to go. It's the small victories for parents. Oh, we're still, we're still six months away. But one little thing coming that's a back. Little, that's a nice little chunk that'll come off the insurance monthly. Now I'm still going to have to pay it. It just won't be on that bill. <laughs> right. I know what you mean. But that's the first. That's one of the first little celebrations of, uh, like, you're aging out, man. You're out of the program. <laughs> They're phasing my guy out. Start stacking, Jack. Start oh, stacking. Start, start stacking. Hey, coming back, uh, the big one, the um, Super Bowl 56. Be it so far, let's look at it coming back. Interesting numbers behind that. It could have easily gone the other direction. Could have easily, easily been a 49 are supposed to win that game, Rob. A 49-17. I think we could say the same thing to Kansas City. Yeah, it has been. It could so easily have been every other team that went home over the last two weeks, but it's not. Championship Sunday will look close for you, WKRP fans and the radio types. Tough news on Sunday. We lost a star, Howard Hesman, and no one knows who he is. Ah, uh, you'd be I, surprised. Rob. I brought it up to two or three people. And everybody, who? And then you mention, you say Doctor Johnny Fever, and it all comes back to you. Spurs go down. We'll look at it and. uh an interesting conversation with us as we come to the quarter pole of the season. We're coming, well, we're past the halfway point. We're coming to the trade deadline. What are we, like 10 days away? Mm-hmm. And uh, the Spurs are relatively healthy. We had guys sit down last night. Damn, we're doing rest days. Oh, we're doing rest days. 12 games below 500. We're getting load managed. Okay. We're getting load, yes. We're getting into the dog days, the doldrums yeah. of the Spurs season. I think the rodeo road trip is in order for everybody. We'll talk some Spurs as well. But before we do that, let's pay for this fantastic radio let's program. Pay attention to our fine sponsors. They take care of us quite well. We'll be right back looking at the big game Super Bowl at which the entirety of the San Antonio Sports Star crew will be there all of next week. Hang around. San Antonio Sports Star continues right here on ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. This is R&R in the Morning on San Antonio Sports Star. ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. It's R&R here on San Antonio Sports Star. Be listening before 10 o'clock in the next hour and a half. You hear Al Green, love and happiness. Be caller number six. You'll get a pair of tickets to go to the 17th annual Love and Happiness show. Now, strangely enough, Al won't be there. 
No. But Bobby Brown will. He's so crazy. <laughs> and Anthony Hamilton as well. It's going to be a good night in the Alamo Dome. If you don't get, win the tickets from us all week long, you can get them at Ticketmaster.com. Be waiting for the sounder. It's the lingo in the business. My detergent's a little too strong. You ever have your, you ever sometimes where your detergent's just overwhelming? Is it like, is it a new one? Did your wife change? That we never, yeah, it's yeah. changed. I don't know. It's like, um, this detergent's a little overwhelming. Is it a little, is it a little flowery for you? Yeah, it's like strong. There was a time when uh, both of my boys and us, we were playing, a, you know, you, you have dirty gin bags. Yeah, because you were coaching, yeah, they were playing. playing. Yeah. And uh, stinky shoes and all that. Oh, so wow. we were forever trying to find a detergent to fight through the, the, <laughs> the funk. funk. That can develop over a weekend in Atlanta. You know right. what I mean? Uh, one of the things that we found that would uh, that was overwhelming in the meantime was if you buy uh, the Irish Spring soap, the bar soap, soap the green the Irish okay. soap, and just take it out of the box and leave it in your gym bag. Hmm, interesting. It will it, it will cut the odor pretty good, but it is an overwhelming smell. Yeah, Irish Spring is strong. So you put that in, like you don't stink, but you put that on and you smell like you just fell out of a vat of Irish Spring. See, Irish Spring. Spring smells good, but it dries out my skin. Oh, it does. It dries out my skin. I can't do Irish Spring. I, I have to, I'm, um, I'm delicate as well. Orange pills in shoes. I've heard of that, yes. Orange pills inside the shoes work. Unless you leave them for too long and then yeah, the orange then it just dries out. Yeah. Well, it also turns into something on its own. That's oh. pretty, it's pretty bad. Anywho. So this weekend, Super Bowl, over this weekend, two weeks to the Super Bowl. By the way, we are down to, uh, there's four football games left. We have two collegiate games this week. I think we have one Thursday, and then again Saturday, we've got the the, uh, East-West Shrine game and the North-South Senior Bowl. So we get to see, uh, you know, if you're into that. We have the Pro Bowl coming up in Vegas, Mm. and then we have the Super Bowl. Okay. So four games left in this season. Are y'all ready? See, I don't know if everybody, because again, normally when football season is ending, especially for us here in this city. Uh-oh. Oh. I'm going to shut talk up. football. When somebody comes in my ear and says breaking cowboy news, I shut up. Let's hear that three-note sting. This is breaking news from San Antonio Sports Star. Cowboys now have six Pro Bowlers going to the Pro Bowl this weekend. Give me the C. other five. C.D. Lamb has been added as a Pro Bowl alternate as he will replace Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Exactly. He will join teammates Trayvon Diggs, Micah Parsons, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, and punter Brian Anger. Tyron Smith is a joke. That is a joke. That is off of your name. That is off of reputation. Tyron Smith ain't a pro bowler. And Zach Martin? Zach Martin's a pro bowler. Okay. Zach Martin's a pro bowler. All the rest of them are pro bowlers. But are you a pro bowler if you are a replacement? Yes. Just like you're an all-star if your name is Mitchell Wiggins or Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Damn, you don't even know his name. His That's dad, how I'm you know he's daddy. not an all-star. I'm talking about his daddy. Um yeah, you're an all-star. Let that one catch in the playoff game put CD over the top. <laughs> Anthony chose violence. Anthony chose violence. You know, as we look at the Super Bowl, Try Washington, do the, the, if you're a Cowboy fan and you're Jerry, do you feel any better after, to lose into the 49ers after we saw, saw the three games no. they played? No. And you know what I'll say to Jerry also? Watching these games the last two weeks, and I'm going back to the divisional round, I don't feel like he should be as upset as he is. 
Because especially looking mm-hmm. at those four teams yesterday, as good as you think your team is in your mind, that your team that you have assembled right now, Jerry, is not one of those four teams. You shouldn't. He shouldn't be that upset. Like when I looked at those four teams, I don't see either of those four teams that the Cowboys can beat in a high pressure situation. High pressure, money on the line. They're not better than the Chiefs. They're not better than the Bengals. We know they're not better than the Niners. And they're damn sure not better than the Rams. So why are you so upset? When you really looked at those four teams yesterday, did you say, you know what? We belong. They're not ready. And now I think they should run it back to as much as they can, Rob. Meaning I know there's going to be casualties. There's just going to be some guys you can't sign right. just because. But I do feel like if this if the core is kept together, you know, with CDs, Diggs, everybody, Parsons, they may be ready in a year or two. But I don't think, Jerry, when you looked at yesterday's games, they're not one of those four. Yeah. No, they're not one of those four. I don't think Jerry should have been upset as You know, I, it's funny. My takeaway is completely different. Okay. I look at this. If I'm Jerry... I don't feel as bad about the loss to San Francisco as I probably did immediately after because they're a lot better than anybody gave them credit for. Well, I shouldn't say anybody. No, no, no. I they're a lot I, better. I, you. I mean, the basic football that they played, we didn't give it enough credit. That okay. if you hit hard and you run the football and you limit the mistakes, you're going to beat a lot of football teams. So there, it felt like a disgrace because they did turn the ball over and we had the opportunity and probably should have beat them. And if you did beat them, I think they'd be going to the Super Bowl. Mm. And I think that's Jerry's going to go, well, you know, that, that loss to the 49ers on its own, I shouldn't be as mad about. But my I'm mad because truly – because this year was the year of the upset, if we want to call it that, of the late game heroics, I probably would be headed toward the Super Bowl. Hmm. That's why I like doing the show with you. We ain't going to always agree. So uh, yeah. I, that's a different perspective for sure. Because I, I didn't feel like we didn't belong with those teams. You feel like you feel like on in, in SoFi, because it would have been in SoFi, mm-hmm. the Cowboys beat the Rams? I think it would have been a different game because we don't play the way the 49ers do, but I do think they could have scored with them just like... Okay. And I think it was the separation of that hard-hitting defense and, you know, the Cowboys being the Cowboys there in the last two minutes. See, and, that's the thing. If this comes down to a close game, I don't know if I could trust them. Were you going to say something? We got more? Yeah, we got some sound. Let's let's go ahead and dig into it. Eddie George agreeing with Shaq on, on the Cowboys. Oh, on their, okay. On their pursuing of, of, uh, of uh, um, well, whether they want to chase Dion and after they kept McCarthy. So let's I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's far-fetched. I mean, Prime has uh, done an amazing job so far at Jackson State. In fact, he's been coaching for quite some time, not just – in college but uh, high school little league so he's been doing it uh, for some years now and um, he's a culture changer he knows what he wants uh, he's been very successful on all levels he's a winner um, so I, I, I think it's I think it's a great fit. deal I think it's a good fit you think Jerry Jones should actually pull the trigger you know get rid of McCarthy that's another situation I mean I mean what else hasn't worked so far I mean if you were the owner you'd bring in Dion then you agree with Shaq I mean, if I'm the owner and I look at it, I would say, why not? I would look at it seriously. Right. Why, why wouldn't Eddie George, former Dallas Cowboy, Tennessee Titan, and the current head coach at Tennessee State. Yeah, he's going to prop up Dion because I think Eddie feels the same way about himself. Right. Because if, if, if Dion goes, then I'm yeah, next. Why not me? Right. And, and both of them legitimately have been successful. Right. And Jerry decided, I, I don't think Dion was ever a legitimate candidate. And I don't think he ever will be. 
Well, I shouldn't say that. I think that there is a trend toward a player's type coach, but judging by the hirings that we've seen, uh, I I don't think Dion was any kind of candidate there. But when you look at what Jerry saw, I think he had every right to be furious. But as the playoffs have gone through, I think you're exactly right. Run this thing back. Run Run it it back. back. Run it back, man. Because we're not that far away. A break right. here, That's a what break I feel there. Like. That's where I am. And like they're they're a year or two away. I just, uh, I mean, I, when you name the names, you're like, ooh, those are names. You got six Pro Bowlers. But when you look at putting everything together, special teams, defense, offense, coaching, decision making, crunch time, situational football, they're just not there yet. I just wish that there was a seventh Pro Bowler, and he was the quarterback. Ooh. Was that I don't a, think he was earned that, it. Was that a cheap no, shot at Dak? You well, think I, he's I'm next just, on the list? I think that was a cheap shot at Dak. I, I think he's pretty much saying, like, yeah, my, my quarterback's not a pro bowler, which is why I'm not in the playoffs still. I think that we can agree that there's steps that Dak needs to do, make to get better. Me too. Me too. Fair. Coming back to Spurs, take on the Suns last night, minus three starters, and there was a, I don't know, a kiss-your-sister kind of game. The Suns are the best team in basketball right now, on fire consistently, and we play them well. But I think Pop read the room and set his guys down. <laughs> we got the Warriors coming to town. Let's look at what happened last night as the Suns come into San Antonio and take care of business. Can the Spurs get off the snide? Will they ever uh, <laughs> Will they ever get off of it as we get closer and closer to the trade deadline? Are there any deals in the offing? NBA talk and the Spurs coming up next. You lucky devils are with R and R in the morning in this is San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. This is Joe Reinagel. Drive home with Jason Minnix and me today at 4, ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. It's R&R in the morning. I didn't wake up choosing violence. I really yes, didn't. Yes, you did. Rob, you have you've been... U.S. men's soccer, you said we suck and they, we should quit. And... Okay, what else was the pledge? Tennis, tennis. Uh, oh, yeah. Too long, five stupid. and a half hours. Clay on Clay's stupid. dumb. And, Grass and, is even stupider. And, uh, there is and nothing in Jim this. Jim Harbaugh life is garbage. I want to do for five and a half hours. <laughs> nothing. And we all go. Well, Rob, what? About? No, nothing. Sting and tantric. Um, no, I don't want to do anything for five and a half hours other than sleep. What about a? What about a a yacht party on the Mafia Coast? Uh, if I fell asleep, that'd be all right. <laughs> you know what? You see what I'm saying? But he didn't choose violence. I did not choose violence. <laughs> so, uh, late word that uh, Kirk Cousins is a replacement for the NFL Pro Bowl. Which is, go ahead. And my point of contention was, I'm not the biggest Dak fan, but Dak is better than Kirk Cousins. He by is. every measure. He is. is. He? He is. Yes. So you can pull up your stats and your Ken Palm ratings and whatever else you want to find that you can manipulate the numbers and say, well, Kirk Cousins on third down and seven when the sun's behind him is 77%. You can find some numbers to justify it. But is there a single general manager in all of football, even Cousins' own former GM or coach, because they're now looking for one because Cousins couldn't look. That would pick Kirk Cousins over Dak Prescott in any game. Pledge. You can only choose one. They're the last two QBs on earth. Which one are you taking? Be honest. Don't be a troll, Jimenez. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a troll. Be don't, honest. Who are you taking, Pledge? Don't be that guy. Look. Be- come on! <laughs> look. I, I lean. Stop. 
I lean Dak, but I okay. truly believe this is a lot closer than either of y'all are giving it credit for. If it was how 1,000 and he Dude, was just going off numbers. never won a big game. He can't even win on Monday nights. And I don't dislike Kirk Cousins. I don't dislike him either, but and, he's not Dak. And what bothers me is this is a legitimate argument that we're talking about with the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys that's going to get paid $140 million. Right. And it's not like Kirk hadn't made some money either. So maybe pay should not be the definer here. No. But, oh. The Pro Bowl and Kirk Cousins should not be in the same sense. I guess they just went by the numbers, Rob. You know, it, it, they it, say men lie, women lie, numbers don't. He does have Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson. He, he has the equal talent to Dak. Better. Maybe better. Justin Jefferson is better than Amari Cooper. Adam Thielen is better than C.D. Lamb. I'm not going to argue that. Dalvin, he's got, he's and got Dalvin talent. Cook is better than Zeke. And we're we're debating so, Michael so, Gallup. I don't Dalton know. I don't, I don't know who the Vikings um third third is. It's not Michael Gallup. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can I can guarantee you it's not Michael Gallup. Okay, my bad. <laughs> we will. Talk I believe first. it's KJ Osborne. I lied. Thielen's not better than CD Lamb. That's a lie. Exactly. I lied. He's not better than CD. He's no, not. He's not. Is he better than Amari? Who Thielen? The same guy. Thielen and Cooper are the same guy. I think healthy. They're both. I think both. I think both Thielen and Cooper are dealing with guys that have trouble getting them the ball. Yes, I'm a big Thielen fan. I'm a big Jefferson fan. I I love Justin. I think Thielen and Amari Cooper are very much the same guy. I guess we should be comparing Justin and CD because they're both the second year guys. I guess that's the competition. Who you got? I'm taking Justin. And. Going back to a previous discussion, as since we're What's, here, yeah, where are we going? I think Harbaugh is a that's a great land for Minneapolis and, and the Vikings. I think that's a great land yeah. to pay him. But I, at the end of the day, I think you're right that Harbaugh's just this is some leverage. He is a prying. Oh wow, <laughs> they're close, right? They're, they're close. It is the same person. <laughs> hmm. Which I guess we should read them out loud. This yeah, is right. a, 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 a radio show. So judging by the numbers, Dak, 4,449 yards, 7.5 yards per pass, 104.2 passer rating, 37 touchdowns with 10 interceptions. Kirk Cousins came in this year at 42-21, 7.5 yards per, pay, per play, 103.1 passer rating, just a little bit lower, 33 touchdowns, and only 7 interceptions. Yes, they're the same guy. Mm, I'll still take Dak. I think we all And do. I'm not a Dak guy. But those numbers are crazy close. That's insane. How much of the Spurs game you, you catch last night? Because I caught none. I did not know they were playing until Jimenez and Carl Schoening decided to go Bill Land and Sean Elliott in the WhatsApp and do a 20-minute yeah, breakdown. In the middle of the football game. Yeah, while the football game's going on. And I'm like, what are these guys? I mean, can we look. kick people out of WhatsApp for things like that? <laughs> At least block them. I'm 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 fine with it, but I didn't. I only watched the fourth quarter. And what did you see? Big brother, little brother, a valiant attempt. It's like, oh, big brother. Oh, that was like, cute. You know, little brother's like, oh, that's cute. Oh, you gonna foul me? You fouling me? You fouling me? Bucket, 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 game. I saw a Lonnie you Walker uh, turnover late in a crucial moment. I saw a horrible call. <laughs> a horrible call. Devin Booker. Rolled on the ground like he was on fire. No travel. And they didn't call travel. Pop lost his mind. And Devin Booker does what he does. Hits two back-to-back threes after that game set match. 
Let's go home, fellas. Little brother, good shop. Slap little brother on the booty. No, no injuries. <laughs> Tell him to go clean his room. If there's no injuries, um, the Suns are going to win the title. If they're healthy, they win this thing. Wow. Better than Milwaukee. You better than 76ers. Better than Golden State. Better than Golden State. Better than a fully functioning Nets. Yeah. I'll put it out there. Rob, Rob came in with the Rob coming with the heat on Monday. <laughs> just <laughs> Rob just walked in. I didn't know what he brought well, was, the flamethrower in for I didn't this know morning. He brought the flamethrower in. This today. is the third time that the Suns have ripped off 10, 12 win, game winning streaks, and they do it at home. They do it on the road. They do it without Pip. Are you Paul, calling them the twenty fourteen Spurs, the team that lost in the finals and come back looking for revenge? Yes, it feels very much like not this the beautiful is a team. game. No. Calm down, San Antonio. No. This is Chris. Calm Paul. down. I'm just saying, like uh, the revenge tour. We saw the Kansas City Royals did it. Spurs did it. If I'm the Suns, the Suns I am in the market for, um, for. I don't know. Whatever I feel like puts me over the top. Dad Young. Let's hope. Ooh. I'm not sure Thaddeus Young puts me over the top, but if I'm the Suns, what's this? This is the second time they've won at least 12 in a row. I mean, yeah, we're talking go. We talk about the Warriors. They're doing Warriors stuff right now. Yeah, and they've got legit three. There's three dudes can kill you at any given time on this team. Mikael Bridges is taking that next step. I like him. Then the other kid can just flat out shoot. So yeah, Cam, Cam Johnson. Yeah, can, he just flat out shoot. That's a a then, really good um, basketball. Bum, team. Bum, 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 bio. He's a great backup to Aiton. Yes, that, that's this team. Bam out bio. No, no that, that's Miami. in Miami. I don't know. I can't say his name, but you know who I'm talking about. They're a vet team that, like you just described, toys with bad teams. Yeah. It is all it, it when you see a good basketball team that you, they know no matter what you do unless some kind of miracle occurs we're gonna beat you tonight, and they work on stuff inside the game. Right when when they're running yeah. practice sets against you in the fourth quarter, that sucks. Yeah, I was like, dude, are we really doing Spurs moral victories while the NFC Championship game is going on? I almost silenced the chat because of that. We are 14 days away from Valentine's Day, and you can get it taken care of already. Ooh. You need to plan for the lady. Love and happiness can be yours. When you hear Reverend Al singing Love and Happiness in the next hour, I want you to get on the phone. Caller number six going to win a pair of tickets to the Love and Happiness show. Coming back in the 6 o'clock hour, more Spurs talk, lots more NFL, and we'll look around the rest of the sporting world and get you caught up on all things that happened this weekend. Thanks for hanging around with us. We've got more to do. This is R&R in the morning, and you, Lucky Devils, are on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. Uh. Rob Thompson. Rudy J. R and R in the morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hopefully your Monday started out well. He is Big Worm. I am Rob Thompson. Good morning. Good morning. And the violence continues. What's up, Big Parent? I mean, Big Worm. BW. Big Worm. (laughs) Yeah, so Rob, on Instagram, there's this little reel. It's called Reels. You can do these little. It shows up on my Facebook feed. Yeah, so. Headline two. Yeah, headline two. <laughs> and so they have this little thing where you can. Um, it says, like, yo, press this button, try it. And then, you know, this, this screen comes down and it then it'll show a celebrity that you look like. And it chose for you. Did it choose for you yeah, or did you chose? And cho- mine, <laughs> I did it and it chose Big Worm. And the current or the old or the Friday version of Big Worm? No, this is the buttoned up in a suit Big Worm, right? Yeah, he kind of, mm-hmm. kind of, 
It's at 24,000 views, so I guess people agree. Dude, you should... Uh, I don't look anything like him. Uh, no. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to send you the video. Uh, where my so, money? <laughs> so, have you at any point in your life ever had curlers on your head? No, I had a fro. <laughs> I've had a fro, and I've had a jerry curl, but I never wore the rose. Oh, you had the jerry curl as well. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, How long? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't like epic. It was uh-huh. just like yo, mom hooked me up. You know what I mean? Do we have pictures? No, no, no. I have pictures of my fro. I don't how, have pictures of my curl. How big was the fro? The fro was nice. Nice. The fro was nice. Three I had inch? really two inches. Oh, I'm gonna find that baby picture right. for you. I'm gonna find, not even baby picture. I'm probably six. What year was this? If I'm six, that's eighty three. Oh, so th- you didn't have control of your fro? Yeah, it was bad. Mama had control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you had I loved it. it. When, but you, I hated when it was up to you having it. Yeah, I hated getting that thing combed, though. Yeah. Because it was rough. I don't have that good, and I don't got that good hair. So, whatever. But yeah, man. 24,000 views on real. It's impressive. I, I don't see it. I, there are others I would have chosen. Me too. But I do appreciate the fact that the, when, I, when I think of him, Especially in the movie. <laughs> now you're not even think close. Of, yeah, not see, even thank close. you. Not even close. Appreciate it. But I would like to see you in curlers. <laughs> it would not happen. <laughs> I can get, like, unless you want to see him in my beard, because my hair it ain't going to happen. <laughs> the coaching carousel continues to turn to the NFL. We're going to look very closely at what's going on. There's some, I think, some good decisions being made, and I think the best hire still hasn't been made yet. We'll get into the headlines as well. Still some Spurs talk coming your direction. We got tickets to give away to Love and Happiness Tour that's coming uh, Saturday the 12th at our beautiful AT&T. All you need to do is listen and keep listening for Reverend Al Green playing some Love and Happiness, and you're calling number six. You are going. But first, let's see. The Giants have uh, zeroed in on Brian Dayball. He is now their new head coach, who mm-hmm. is uh, best friends with their new uh, general manager. Nathaniel Hackett is now with the Broncos. Josh McDaniel is the latest to land. Uh, McDaniel lands with the Raiders in a surprising move. The Raiders have also brought in an assistant GM out of the Patriots family. What's his name? Dave Ziegler. Dave Ziegler. That, to me, was the biggest surprise of all the hires. And Brian Flores continues to sit out there looking for a job. Oh, I almost shot the bird at somebody on StreamYard, and I thought better of it. Have you seen? Have you seen what movie was that? Couples Retreat. You've seen that one where he was standing in the in this. I've seen it. I don't know. Birthday the, suit. I don't see the comparison, but I know who you're talking about. Who <laughs> was standing in his birthday suit facing the ocean? Nah, bro. Um, <laughs> damn, Todd Bowles, Byron Leftwich. These these teams are really trying to do their homework on getting these coaching hires right. Like, this is a lot of candidates. Like, as players printed out all the candidates, like, each team has, like, four or five candidates. Well, let's look at what the the trend is. So, Josh McDaniel, offense, right? Okay, I'm listening. Nathaniel Hackett, offense. Mm -hmm. Brian Dable, offense. (laughs) Matt Eberflus, defense. Defense. Brian Flores' defense. He doesn't have a job. Todd Bowles' defense. Todd Bowles' defense. Leslie Frazier deserves another go at it. Leslie Frazier. These defense. Deserves, well, deserve, I don't know. But, uh, you know, when the rules are structured, that if there's 15 seconds left in a football game, you're probably going to be able to come back if your quarterback just won't turn the ball over. 
If you can't right. defend, it's crazy oh, to nice it's crazy to hire de- defense. I think mm-hmm. obviously that's where everybody's leaning, and that's why I think Brian Flores is still without a job. You have and Kellen Moore, I think, is the next here. So if if defense is out of uh, popularity as far as hiring a coach, is Kellen Moore a legitimate candidate? And I think he is for Miami, right? It still feels like he is a legitimate possibility. I, I would go more Jacksonville. Or Jacksonville. Only because it's like, do you feel like he's had a hand in developing Dak? Yes. And do you, do you think he's done a good job? Yes. If the answer to that is yes, then yes. why not have him go down there with Sunshine? Question, though, because reports from over the weekend were it was, Trey, good it was a done deal. What? With Leftwich and Jacksonville, which makes a lot of sense. Oh, I like that. I like because that, Jack too. Leftwich cut like his ties that. in Jacksonville. I like that. But it feels like Jacksonville's kind of messing the bed on this one with yeah. Leftwich, too. Trey Bishop. Shout out to Trey. How does Brian Flores not have a job yet? I think I think the, the thing about that, Trey, was what did he do that was, I don't know. He turned I, I Miami think, around. First of all, this is what I think. I think he, de- I think he uh, deserves another shot at a gig, but I'm not going to put him in the category of like, what in the hell? How is he not hired yet? Like, I like him, and I think he's done a good job, and I think the guys played for him, and the way they Miami ended their season after their season went up in flames, and they just won eight, nine games in a row, whatever the heck it was, was a great gig, but was a great job. But he'll so, land on his feet eventually. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting. I think he gets a job. I don't know if it'll be this year or next year, but Brian Flores will get another run at it. Hell, I think he's been the best of the Belichick tree. I think so. Well, no. Bill O'Brien did go to the playoffs and was up 24-0 on the Chiefs in Arrowhead. In Arrowhead. And systematically destroyed and the then, entire yeah, roster uh, after that. But, yeah. And then he didn't go for it on fourth down. He didn't earn enough. He didn't earn enough receipts to get over that. Okay. No, I, he's okay. A, he goes in the failure pile. Okay. So here we sit. The Texans are looking with Josh McCown mm-hmm. and Jonathan Gannon. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Uh, Kevin Eagles O'Connell, defensive coordinator. The Rams OC. Uh, the Saints, Brian Flores, still out there. Dennis Allen, their current defensive coordinator. Aaron Glenn fighting Texas Aggie and Byron Leftwich. I think you feel like Jacksonville is going to go offense. It's either going to be Byron Leftwich or Kellen Moore. I think you almost have to. I don't mind Leftwich at all. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's a good hire. Uh, Dolphins with with Leslie Frazier, which feels right, maybe. But isn't that Brian Flores? What's the difference? Um, different last name. Okay, that's what I figured. You're right, but Leslie deserves another go. Except for that last <laughs> series that mm-hmm. he called, and Jacksonville sitting on Todd Bowles. Also, the good news here is we went through a period of retread after retread oh. after retread. Josh McDaniel, I guess we can call him a retread. Denver, I'm not sure how much that counts. But, yeah, Denver, I think that's such a blip that he is not a retread. Nathaniel Hackett, Dayball, and Eberflus, all guys getting their first shot. And I will will always prefer that. But Brian Flores better be the next coach hired. I don't know which Miami, New Orleans, Jacksonville. Whatever it is. Find somebody. Brian Flores is the best available out there. And if he doesn't get hired this year, he'll be the first one. Hired next. Or my main man, Lou Anarumo. Yeah, here the we go. Bengals, the Bengals defensive coordinator who held the great Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill to three points in the second half in Kansas City. And he's beat Kansas City twice in six weeks. 
Lou Anarumo. Leave leave a space or two for Lou. Speaking of which, why not leave some space for D'Amico Ryans? He held the number one ranked Cowboys offense. I think so. I think D'Amico should be a candidate. And and on top of that, also held down the reigning MVP and but you know what? possible it, MVP and Aaron Rodgers the next week. The young man that's with the Jets now. He was doing a great job at San Fran, and it even took him. Who, Saleh? Yeah, Saleh. It, Sal- it took him like three, four years to get a gig. Yeah. You know? So this was D'Amico's. Was this D'Amico's first go out of his D.C.? As like, far as I know. DC? Yeah. He'll get there. He'll get there. But you're right. You're right. At some point. But I think you, it it um it takes time. New blood, man. Right. I'm all about the new blood. You never know. We might have another Bengals situation coming around the bend. Hey, coming up, we got so much more to talk about. We really haven't gotten into the Spurs. We will next. They lose to the Sun. They welcome in the Warriors and their host of All-Stars, and a guy named Clay Thompson might be playing as well. Let's talk some NBA next. And remember, listen for that sounder. r in the Morning continues next here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. Here's the 411 in the 2-1-0. Headline two. Start things off with Los Angeles Lakers star LeBron James as he received an MRI on his knee that showed general swelling. Coach Frank Vogel told reporters that James wouldn't return to the game until the swelling dissipates. He has now missed their last three, including yesterday's 129-129-1 loss to the Hawks yesterday. Los Angeles sits at 24 and 27, ninth in the Western Conference. What is their record? 24 and 27. So uh, they were just 24 and 24. They've lost three in a row? Yes. Wow. All three that James has missed. I keep. I'm not throwing dirt on them. I have the shovel in my hand. I have the shovel in my hand, Rob. Damn, is that not good enough? I have the shovel. I just don't know if I want to dig the grave yet. I'm driving toward the desert. Okay? (laughs) I got the shovel. And I'm driving toward the desert. So I just they're tied up in the trunk. I haven't got to the plot. <laughs> I want a good spot to bury him, man. I'm trying not to. But good grief, they're making me want to pull over and start digging. If there was no play in tournament, they would be out of the playoffs. They've right. lost three consecutive. They're three and seven in their last ten. They they offered a glimmer of hope last week when we saw Anthony Davis show up before he got hurt again. Yeah, he wrist, right? It's a wrist. This Good just Lord. feels like an ongoing kind of sidebar plot in a book. That their oh, no, their no. story is going to peter out about the next to the last chapter. That we won't be talking about the Lakers in <laughs> May. Y'all remember at the beginning of the year when everybody got mad? Because they were making fun for being old. No, LeBron was mad. Remember, he's like, y'all keep that same energy. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember, he was upset. We, I, we got the same energy, LeBron. Yeah. We, are you, we actually cut a clip when I was like, hey, LeBron, we're just saying y'all are old. This is when the season started and he was mad. I can pull up the clip right now. It's on my Instagram. Now that locker room smells like liniment. It's starting to it's, you Bengay. see the You see the, uh, the vultures circling. I, I think we're all like you. I think we're all waiting to throw that first shovel of dirt, but we don't want to be the first to just go, let's call this. This ain't going to happen because it could. But right. man, this just feels like they are chasing their tail. Just one good thing, three bad. One good thing, three bad. They just can't get out of their own way. And we're starting to run out of time with the Lakers. I'm not True. against it. But no, I know what you mean. 
it will not be the same, especially yesterday with the announcement of of Brady's imminent retirement and all the the sadness of the uh, the turning of the page and all the things that Tom had done. I felt very old yesterday. I'm going to feel the same way same. when we start dealing with LeBron. But uh, <laughs> this year, not the best for the Lakers. Moving along. Be careful throwing that dirt. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I don't want to throw it. Adam, you're going to look like uh, the Falcons in the Super Bowl here in a little bit. You yeah, keep calling you him retired. Yeah, <laughs> I dumped the wheelbarrow on that one. <laughs> By the way, did y'all know that uh, the sponsor of the Giants, as I'm looking at Dable's press conference, is Hackensack Meridian Health? No finer hospital in Jersey than Hackensack Meridian Health. <laughs> Man, Brian Dable kind of looks like me. He looks like I look like Brian Dayball more than I do Faze. Is he a part of the New England tree as well? Yes. Yeah, that's what no, I thought. No, I thought it was Buffalo. Well, you came before Buffalo. Yeah. I think he's New England. Oh, okay. He, he came up through New England. Gotcha. Uh, headline one, Houston Texans completed second interviews last week with both former backup quarterback Josh McCown, who has no head coaching experience, and Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, making them the two finalists for the job currently. They also interviewed late last week Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell, and by doing so, only they and the Vikings have the right to conduct a second interview leading up to the Super Bowl since they've already met with him before. I like that rule, by the way. Sure, sure. Um, I don't understand the Josh McCown hiring because it's going to happen. I, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there now. When they hire him, I will say it then, and I'm going to say it now. I don't get it. Then why not keep Cully if you're going to bring in a McCown? Exactly. I don't get this infatuation with McCown. I hope there is something there that shows up when he's standing on the sideline. But to, to, to now... He's just a guy who's played on 27 different football teams <laughs> and has a bunch of jerseys. And maybe that's Is enough. this a Davis Mills mentor development? I, maybe. I, I don't get it. Then make him your quarterback's coach. Why is he interviewing for the head coaching job? For those guys that, that watch The Office, there's, a, a, there's one part in the series where Robert California talks the CEO out of her job, moves down and takes over the company. It's kind of like Josh McCown's going to end up running the Texans, and I can't figure out how. The guy got the backup quarterback job for them and never had to leave his home in Jersey. Could go to Zoom practices. How on earth? What has he got on them? Go ahead, Josh McCown. More power to you. Get he, the gig. He interviews well. He must, man. And I think I Eric Bieniemy needs to talk to Josh McCown about how you interview because <laughs> somebody's doing it right and somebody's doing it wrong. Gotta have a great head of hair. Or something. Move on. I guess so. Headline zero. And finally, Utah Jazz fear Joe Ingold suffered a significant left knee injury mm-hmm. MRI set for today as they fell to the Timberwolves 126-106 last night. Ingold's knee buckled on a drive to the basket, which caused him to crumple to the court in the second quarter. Ingold's uh. knee had helped to the locker room. And sources tell ESPN that initial examination fueled considerable concern. Yeah, he's done. I saw um, Bear with me when I say this. If he's done, they have no shot. And I'm not saying that because he's their best player because Donovan Mitchell, but there's teams that every link in the chain has to be there. Like that it was the it was the way with the Spurs when around twenty fourteen. It wasn't like everybody played their part and that part was huge. Mm-hmm. Joe Ingles is a huge part of what they do. 
and spreading the floor and shooting threes. And without him, I don't think they're a contender. And then there's the the intangibles. He is the heart and soul of that team. He's the yeah. one that talks the trash. He's the one that hits the big three. The He's good the news funny is, guy. As a guy who played basketball and made it through with guile and not athleticism, yeah, the knee injury ain't going to hurt his game that much. <laughs> yeah, he's not going right. to slow him down anymore than he was. And he might lose a half inch off his already nine he inch vertical. He never playing no defense anyway. Yeah, so he'll be back playing again. But this really does hurt them. They just as you said, the Jazz are one of those greater than the sum of their parts kind of team. Dude, the spirits. The end is near, dude. dude. That's twice happened. the lights have almost gone out in here. Moving along. That's I guess we're still there. One one and a two one up. Hey, last night I, I'm coming to the end of uh, Ozark. Ozark. What are you thinking? A lot of stuff going on, man. Are you, but okay, but are you enjoying it? I'm loving it. Oh, okay, cool. it's it, it's really good. That's all that matters. Ruth might be my favorite character in all of television. What about Miss Bird? Mrs. Bird is a she's, she's a psychopath. She is a gangster, and she scares the fool out of me. Woo! She's me a too. psychopath, man. She is. Great. You like show. Ruth more than Howard Hessman? Howard Hessman. Before we go to break, let's give some love to Dr. Johnny Fever. There are very few things in my life. You know, I grew up watching basketball, and I wanted to be a basketball player. I wanted to be around the game as much as I could. Okay. I also grew up as a young... Watched, I watched WKRP when I was in 7th and 8th grade and thought radio would be so much fun. And let me tell you, radio is still very much like that series. Things have changed. It's not what it was. It's not even what it was three years ago in this business. But at the end of the day, what WKRP meant to me as a young kid and what radio could be in my life, it's a reason, one of the reasons I'm here. And we lost Howard Hessman, played Dr. Johnny Fever on the radio on this series, passed away over the weekend at 80. Well, isn't it crazy that, you know, WKRP in Cincinnati and the Bengals are in the bowl. Let me tell you, I have worked... At several different radio stations. There is a Herb Tarlick. And for those who ever watched WKRP, he was the sales guy. There's a Herb Tarlick in every radio office. To a T. There's a a late night host, just like Venus Flytrap. There's a Johnny Fever walker. You know who our Johnny Fever is? Sean Rima. Mm -hmm. That is Johnny Fever, man. That's just, we have that in the building. Yeah. Very few things symbolize some of the things, you know, we get to see what our business is like on air way back when. Rest in power, Dr. Fever. Rest in power. Amen. Booger. When we come back, we're going to talk some more football. Look at the Spurs. Good week ahead of them. Uh, They'll be home all week long. Warriors come to town. We get to see an all-star in Wiggins. And get over the moral. <laughs> the, you know, you know, the sarcasm no, in there was so I'm, drippy. I'm trying to find some motivation to talk about our Spurs. I know it's something that we have to do. No, we do. But we have reached a but level I where I, I'm indifferent. If you're not going to play your starters, Pop, for load management on a team that is desperately trying to figure out who the hell they are, then why should I care? Because he's trying to help Pledge and Jimenez out. It's like, you know what? These kids are on to something. Let's let's get Bayachato or Jabari or Chet. Bancharro? Yeah, there you go. By, you I knew like that what that I was trying, I, You knew what I meant, I, dog. I thought you were coming up with so, I didn't know what that was. What's his name? Palo Banchero. There yeah, we go. Banchero. But the, what is it? What did you say? I did said Banchero. No. Some, whatever it you said, said like I thought. Uh, it sounded like some kind of really good menu item. 
good. It really did. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, yeah, man. I had to buy in cheddar and make sure you get the onions on that, man. It's good stuff. I was thinking, is that like a, a new type oh, man. of? I should have took this week off. Y'all can see this going to be a, one of those weeks. Well, they, haven't, they have invented new food. Like I had never heard of birria tacos. Oh, that up is until very recently. so good. And suddenly they are everywhere. And they act like, oh, you haven't had birria? Well, no, out. I have never seen or heard of a birria taco up until two years ago. And I'm now out. they're everywhere. Not every birria taco is created equal. No. No. Because I've had some bad ones. And we, I ain't going to name where I feel like the best because they ain't paying and they making enough money. But not everybody can make them. But there could have been a Bainchata out there that could have been the next beer. <laughs> Is that I what thought, I said? Wow. Yeah, I, I, need thought more it, I thought it was a new type of bruschetta or something. <laughs> you know what? Y'all both chose violence today. I'm not dealing with y'all, man. Let's look around the I NBA and break. find something that motivates me about the Spurs. <laughs> Hang around. We got so much to talk about. And it won't be the Spurs, I'll bet. You're on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. A double shot of energy in the AM. Rob Thompson, Rudy J, R&R in the morning on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN 1250 and 94.5 FM. It's R&R in the morning. We're a highly produced radio show. Want some proof? We've got sound that you can just listen to. Yeah. And win tickets. See, when you hear this all week long, first of all, just kind of lean back and enjoy it. Because no, there's no it. better place in the world than sit back and listen to Oh, grab your phone while you're now. leaning back. <laughs> well, no, after you want them. But caller number six right now is going to go see the Love and Happiness Tour at the AT&T on Saturday the 12th, the day before the Super Bowl, two days before Valentine's Day. Get your holiday, tell you holiday, get your gift taken care of early. Win them with us. We got the tickets all week long. Just another reason it pays to listen to ESPN San Antonio Sports Star all day, air day. What's the number? What is the number again? 656-3776-656-ESPN to you and me. We'd like to call out our early birds and all those watching us live on the variety of formats. You're the very reason I get up in the morning and comb my hair. You're the very reason that Rudy has on the hat and looks good. Now, from the waist down, it's a mess. But Yeah, I don't want to see you. You don't want me to stand up. We're all in shorts and whatever, but we're glad you're with us on a, a drizzly morning. I was kind of surprised to see that. Yeah, I woke up. I was like, wow, it's raining. It stinks. We're headed to SoFi. I hate rain. Yeah, we are. San Antonio sports star going to be heading out to the uh, the big game. See, we can say big game. We can say Super Bowl when we're talking about the participants in the game. Mm. We can only will say bit when you hear big game, that means... We're talking about something that we're making money from. Right. We'd like to thank all those that are helping us head out. Thank you. How was uh, Texas Cheer on Friday? Good turnout. People came through. Had it some good. He put the good, again, I, you know, AD is my guy. He's been with me for years, but I kind of felt, I kind of felt a way because he brought out, he brought out some tastings that he hasn't normally brought out. And I felt like that was for Joe. And I was uh, like, yo, see, yeah. I was like, yo, me and Jason, yeah. Jason and I are, yeah. You know, you got the Blanton's. He brought out the big brother to Blanton's. What's that? It's I forget what it's called. I have it in my phone, but it's the big brother bottle of Blanton. Like, there's Blanton's, and then there's something that's above Blanton. It's his big brother. He brought that out for Joe. I Yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? 
That's one of those bottles that's probably locked up in a wooden box exactly. that's locked up inside of a glass case that has several keys to it. He even brought out a bottle that it's aged in barrels that are on a ship. So it's aged two years. that They they age them on ships, so they're out to sea. And they're actually, because of, because of the movement of the ship, uh-huh. it's something, something ocean. The, the It's like shaking around. Normally when you age something, it's just in a barrel sitting there. Well, this right. one is shaking around, and then there's the... The salt that's in the air, pretty cool stuff. Like I said, he brought out some heavy hitter bottles because Joe pulled up. So I was like, oh, wow. You know, I kept it to myself. That's pretty cool. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. I've never heard of that. Me either. I forget what the bottle's called. I have it all on my phone. I'll let you know. But yeah, he brought out some pretty cool stuff. I think he's hosting these uh, live shows just because he knows you're everybody. All of the, all of our guys are going to leave with a bunch of booze. <laughs> <laughs> he's making it back. Just you yeah. and Minix and George. Yeah, like, Joe. I mean, how Minix Minix bought the whole damn station bottles for Christmas. What the last remote before Christmas? I love that. Yeah. Joe went to Vegas this week. Yeah, he did. He left Friday. Is he back? Is he going to be on air today? I don't know. When I don't is he know if he's back? back. He better be someplace near a microphone at four. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My assumption is he's back. Yeah. Motion of the ocean. Rudolph, get your mind together. Who won? Who won, Pledge? Who's going to the concert? Oh, Brian Wilson is going to the concert. Brian, Brian Wilson. Wilson. We got more of those to get away tomorrow. All, All week, week long. long. We're going to also Ooh. have some uh, tickets. Just listen to, for uh, that sounder. Okay. I got some tickets coming for the uh, um, Death on the Nile, a new movie. New movie. Agatha Christie movie. Or the Got Pappy those. Van Winkle. Yeah, he didn't bring out the Pappy Pappies. Van Winkle. Pappies. Have you ever had Pappy? I've had a Pappy cigar. I haven't had the liquor. I've had one tasting of Pappies. Was it overrated? No, it's good. But it wasn't like you weren't dying for it. You're like, oh my God, I got to have another no, one. No, it was really, really good. Oh, it was like, oh, okay. It was the real deal. Oh, it's it lived respect. up to the height. Absolutely, it did. Oh. It, you drank it and it came back up and gave you a little kiss. <laughs> yeah, I've had a Pappy cigar, but not the liquor. What is it, like dipped in the bourbon? I don't know. It's just the, that's the brand. Yeah, Jefferson's Ocean Bourbon. Shout out to Greg Williams, owner at nineteen eleven. Of course, he would bourbon. know. And I was at nineteen eleven Saturday actually, and aged on the high seas. Yes, seasick bourbon. It was good. Pledge, what were you doing this weekend? Like, out of town. He was in Austin. I checked, and he's in Houston. I was everywhere. I ran all over Texas this weekend, and I am beat. But. Pledge? Wait, I've never heard you say that. I've been here since July. I've never heard you say I'm beat. First time for everything. Uh, uh, the Energizer Bunny does That's a whole lot of driving. No, driving, like it It does a different thing to your body. Well, it was, it was the driving and the uh, partying with a 21-year-old and then partying with oh. your best friend oh. because your niece wants to see her favorite uncle for her 17th. So it was... Uh, there was a lot going on in between being on the road. But you know what? A 21-year-old can't really hang with you. Because a 21-year-old, you really haven't been drugged through the mud. Like, it takes you maybe about four or five shots at 21, and you're out of there. So 21 can't hang. 21-year-old can't hang with you, Pledge. Oh, no. I didn't think so. Oh, They're yeah. not ready. I don't know, it, man. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Rob just had one of those. A, well, first of all, Rob's son is like I'm a that, pro. I'm that country his, song. His son is 21 at at A&M in, a, in one of the more popular fraternities. That's a difference. Well, I'm, That's I'm, different. He, well, you can't hang with him. No, but I, again, I'm like that, not as good as I once was, but one time, one time, as good as I ever was, but you get on those long stretches, yes, I get a little worn out. 
Spurs go down last night to the Suns, 115-110. Moral victory. Hey, you know, the, the, I'm looking. I didn't watch. I was obviously tied into a great football game. But as I go through this, I peruse the box score. This was a fourth quarter, fourth quarter drop. They ran out of gas. They, they get 31 points in the first quarter, 36 in the third, and they lose to a team that's 40-9. and nine. Keldon has 39 minutes and 16 points. Doug McDermott, welcome, man. We're glad you're here. 24 points. I mean, you look at the numbers, and there's nothing to be upset with other than the, the L at the end of the sentence, the loss. I was shocked to see him bench starters last night. I think I, I I, well, see. He said they're hurt. Yeah, they but are. They're not hurt bad. I, I really, and I still will stand by this. I think that the Spurs are coming into a situation where we're going to see some success here in the next month. I think they're hitting the road. I You've think been he saying this it, for a while now, but I don't know. We're going to notch it up, but you're so far down the hole. The trade deadline is nine days away. Ten days, whatever the trade deadline is. And I watched the Rams going to the Super Bowl because they dared greatly. They dared greatly. They went out and they said, you know what? The windows are small. It, you don't get very many opportunities in this league. Free agency will tear you up. We're going to trade. We're going to go get everything we can to go get the title now. This isn't about long-term success. This is about this year. And if it doesn't work, damn, we're in trouble. But they're going. Spurs have been rebuilding now for, what, four years? They did beat the Bulls Friday, They too. did. No, I don't want to degrade yeah. what they no, did. No, I'm saying See, they're playing better. Beating the Bulls told me something. And last night, even with three starters down, they're in this game. They win the first and the third quarter, and they're beating the best team in basketball. This is a, a better team. They're not good, but they're going to be better. But when I see the potential, and when I see a team that the Rams, in the Rams, that were, they were going to be a good team this year if they didn't move golf. They were going to be okay, but they dared greatly. They moved draft picks. They ain't going to have a first-round draft pick for who knows how long. They're going to have to try to figure out Von Miller's long-term status. The guy's old. Ramsey's still Ramsey. You don't have a running back that you can truly trust, and Cam Akers might be. There. What I'm saying is next year there's going to be a bunch of questions with the Rams. But I, we don't care. All that matters is two weeks from now. Are and we, they win it all. That's I, all that matters. I, I, you are, you're talking about today. I'm not talking yes. about the Spurs making some kind of move to win a world championship. Right. I'm just talking about the Spurs to get in the game and be a participant. Be in the game. Don't They've been just, in them. Well, I mean, last night was a perfect example. No, it's example. not that. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Not, I'm talking about in the court, on the court. I'm talking about in the trade, in the in the mechanisms that is an NBA season. I hope that we're part and parcel to these calls. I hope they're still talking about Ben Simmons. I hope they bit on the phone to Sacramento. Okay. But I don't believe that's the case. I think we're just going to rely and hope that they draft a Joe Burrow, that they find this, that we're going to reinvent the wheel for a third time instead of, you know what? This guy's available, and if we pair him with this guy, we got two years. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not going to happen. No, but we do need our Joker, our Ja, our you go down, our Donovan Mitchell. You gonna, and that's where you know you talk about pledge, talks about minutes, talks about like that comes within the draft. But we need that person now. Denver's <laughs> Denver's alpha dog came in the second round. 
True. So you know I mean, you can find a Jokic. You know Joker? But we found a Manu. It can yeah. happen. But no, I mean, like, we have been struck by lightning. If we want to count Manu, we've been struck by lightning with, with David. We got struck with lightning with Tim yeah. and with Mono, and we'll even say Tony Parker. I'll say Tony. And then Four it was times. supposed to be Kawhi. Kawhi it, it, was the one. Kawhi was one times. as well, right? Yes. So maybe they can find it. And maybe oh. it's Primo. I don't know. But it just is, appears to me that this method, I'm tired of it. And you're, I'm, I'm feeling it amongst the rest of the Spurs fans. There's nothing that either gets me excited or makes me mad about this team. The, and indifference I'm, is the worst. I'm. I just know. I know. I know where we're at. Gonna take time. Gonna take time. We were time from time from when Tim retired. Time from my when time. We my clock just started. Um, traded when, when they missed the playoffs last year. That's so when my clock when Demar started. left and Lamarcus right. left. That's when we should have started the clock. The bubble. Okay. The bubble years when the clock started. So two years. Right. Or two years from the bubble. Right. I'm rapidly becoming indifferent. I'm rapidly, and we talked about it earlier in the show, and it didn't really register with me. I'm watching the football game last night in our group WhatsApp text. Carl and Jimenez come on talking Spurs, and I'm like, who the hell cares? And I cannot remember the last time I thought that. I see. I mean, that crossed my mind during the football game, but after the football game, I was fine with it. Right. You but know. in the game, I thought, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, during the game, during the NFC title game that was that close, no, I didn't, have, I wasn't tuned into the Spurs. I mean, hell, they, they weren't really tuned in. They sat three starters. So, Renee, uh, Rudolph Renee chimes in on our socials. He's on the Facebook feed. And he asks, why don't we ask these hard questions after Spurs games? That is such a good question. And there's, and it's such a nuanced answer. To that, for those of us that have been in the trenches with the Spurs for 20 years, you have every opportunity to ask those questions. You do. Right. And <clears throat> that doesn't mean that Pop won't answer. But if you, and his history has shown, if you ask him a question that he doesn't like, if you go someplace he doesn't want to go, not only will he not answer it, but he'll never ask you a question, never answer a question from you again. And not only that, that's the thing. Is he, Fans, they love to say that. And th- th- this goes back to people always like, oh, well, why don't you ask this? Why don't you ask that? Well, because they're not going to get an answer for it. What, what question do you want to ask? You want somebody to say, hey, Pop, do you want to lose a bunch of games so you can get a top three pick? That's stupid. Yes. That's a stupid question. Like, nobody, no coach is going to admit to that. Even the teams that are openly, blatantly tanking aren't going to admit to that. And everybody, everybody's a tough guy until you're in there. We're sitting. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I was I in there, Pop, if I, I was in there, I'd ask him. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't, because you could. You got to check the temperature of the room. Like it's not. It's not as easy as everybody sitting at home thinks. It's not, and it's got to be a good question. These questions you think that, that people want asked that have to be asked in a good way and in a way that makes sense and in mm-hmm. a way to where you could get an answer. Because you don't want to just ask questions just to please the Rudolphs of the world and get no answer. You want to ask a question that he's going to give some insight to and give some background to and actually inform the fans and the media on what they want to know. I'm just reaching a level of indifference that I haven't been before. Before, you could get mad. There was potential. We We did have young guys, and we were playing guys that you know with DeMar and all the things. Now all that's done. Right. We beat DeMar and the Bulls. Which wow, wow! What a great win! That was a good win. Again, that's Bulls, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Bucks. 
there's good wins on the resume. So does it? Does my waning, and it'll pick back up when football's done, but does my waning interest, is it reflected in the fact that Pop sees this team about to get good? I mean, at least better. And we'll sit a couple of guys down, Maybe and when we'll, the football season's done, we're going to hit the rodeo road trip, and everybody's going to have nothing else to watch, and then suddenly we're going to be we on start? it. Next week. The rodeo starts. It's, oh, yeah, it should be this. Next week. No, yeah, I mean, it should we be the, this We week. had the breakfast Friday. The one that no one could attend. Mm. You got Thaddeus Young. You got Juancho just sitting there. You got pieces. I'm not saying those are pieces that are going to bring you much, but just let me know you're in the game. Just let me know you got a little side bet working. <clears throat> just let me know that you are taking calls, and Thaddeus Young is not just wasting on the bench like we've seen other guys over the last couple of years. Uh, I, I, I'd be shocked. I'd be super shocked if Thaddeus is here after the deadline. But I don't want to just buy him out and go away. I do. Well, I'm no. Well, I mean, I, I'm not saying buy him out and go away. I, I'll take a say. I'll take anything for him. Yes, because something. you're not getting anything right now. So I take something. Give me some. Give second me a second rounder. Yeah. yeah, give me something. But it's, it's better than him just sitting at the end of the bench doing nothing. And that will make three guys in a row in three different years that have just come and gone and really with no purpose behind them being here other than as a placeholder. It was, I think it was a part of the the Ben package that didn't go through. It was why he was brought in. It just didn't work out. Because everybody was in the Ben sweepstakes this summer. So everybody's loading up and trying to put together stuff and just didn't work out. That's That's a guess. Spurs host the Warriors tomorrow night. We will have Carolina Teague join us tomorrow. She does for all of her game days. I'm ready. Yeah, that's a worthy I'm game. ready for the Warriors game. I like when the Warriors come to town because it's one this AT&T Center makes money. You know, Steph's one of those guys that makes people fans. Three All-Stars coming to town. Is it three? Wiggins? Well, I'm, Clay Thompson's not an All-Star, yeah. but he's an All-Star. Is he out? We might get him. He's knee soreness over the weekend. He played against the Nets. Right. He played against the Nets. They barely beat the Nets with only Kyrie. James didn't play. Kevin Durant didn't play. But Kyrie almost snuck one out. But he played that night. We'll be right back. Put a bow on the show. This is R&R in the morning. And you are on San Antonio Sports Star. ESPN AM 1250 and 103.3 FM. This is Max Kellerman on San Antonio's Sports Star, ESPN, AM 1250 and 94.5 FM. And it's 9.52. 9.52. The Blessed AM. He's Rudy. I am Rob. Therefore, R&R. You're on San Antonio's Sports Star. We're uh, just under two weeks away from a full day of... Super Bowl commercials. They're coming. Ah, they've lost some luster. Nobody's really rolling out. Because they cost so much to buy the spot, nobody's spending the other. Because the spot is, what, $5 million, And then to make the commercial is 5 You know, before the spots weren't as expensive as they are. Mm-hmm. So now... So now, like, Budweiser's like, look, we, we ate a commercial already. We're just going to just run that one. So there's not really these brand new, funny commercials. There's a few, but. Are you hyped about halftime? Oh, I, what? I, I, this is. What? It's almost worth us staying. What? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, more that's what you want to see in person. 
The, the, you mean the Eminem and Dre one or the one with Jimenez here in a couple hours? <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other halftime. Both. Not nearly the musical quality. Both. Yeah, I'm excited for halftime. Excited for New Blood. The thing about it is, if like if this is Kitna, no disrespect to him, I think everybody's like, man, I don't want to see Cincy. But Joe is Joe is box office already. You want to see Joe Burrow? Yes. So it doesn't like Cincy being on the front of the jersey doesn't bother you. Like, if this was A.J. Oh. Green and John Kidney, you'd be like, man, I don't want to watch this. But Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Odell Beckham, Matthew Stafford. Small this, market I with swag. See I want to see this. It's going to be an interesting Super Bowl yeah. because I'm not sure what hometown will feel like. Yeah. Because I'm not sure Ram fan would have traveled the way that they're going to be there. So I think you're going to have a Ram fan contingent that they wouldn't have had if they'd have hit the road. They didn't travel last night. <laughs> No, uh, it was a home game for San <laughs> Fran. And I also know Fran. L.A. is a front-running town. They're going to go nuts. The Rams are going to be everywhere because the Dodgers aren't playing yet, and the and the, the Lakers are south. So the the city's going to go nuts. Right, they're front runners. They 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 got the gear, but they only get out there when they're, when they're playing. But I, I'll be interested to see what L.A. looks like with the influx of Bengal fan. Mm. And I wonder how many there are. 16 or 17. No, I'm kidding. Seriously, I wonder how many Bingo fans do you this know? Is a, this is because the team it is, because it's been so long. For Bengal fan, this is where you like, you know what, babe? I'm sorry. We're going into the savings. Oh, you have to. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, we're going into the savings. We're going. Which that but honey, it's 6,000. We're going. Because my Super Bowls have been, you know, the veteran Patriot fan who've been to 25 other Super Bowls and they're comparing everything. Yeah. It'll be more diehard Bengal fans than Rams. Hey, don't forget halftime comes at noon. Michael and Menace will get you ready for a full day of sports. And as always, Joe Ryan Eagle and Jason Menix will have you the Blitz at 4 o'clock. Chock full of guests, chock full of goodness. Hope you had a spectacular weekend. We want you to stay with us all day long. Rudy and I can go check out the tape. We're going to practice really, really hard, and we're going to come back and do it again tomorrow. Thanks, James Pledger. We'll see you guys Peace. again. Manana.